spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you can hear me okay. We're having some audio issues here today. That's why we're uh, very, very late. I do apologize. <clears throat> check, check. Is it sounding okay? So we are hearing an internal echo here, which is basically impossible. Right, Lana? What's oh, going yeah. On I'm hearing things like six times back. Let me lower that down and see what we can do here. That's great. So, uh, <clears throat> give, us a, uh, give us a one in uh, the chat, wherever you're joining us. Rumble, Odyssey. VK and uh, Entropy, whatever, just give us a one if it's okay. If it's not, give us a two. Two means bad, yes means good. Okay, can you do that? Uh, and if it's bad, we'll have to start because <laughs> uh, or stop because it's um, unbearable. Yeah, yeah they one, have they to, you'll have to troubleshoot. Good here. So okay. It's fine for you. Okay, all right, it's so all. For whatever dumb reason, we're having it's some. It's a queer circus, you know? It is definitely a queer circus. Seeping here. in here. It's the audio internally in my software that's just go echoing back and back and back. Something happened. Anyway, whatever. You guys are not hearing it, so you're going to be like, what, what the f*** are you talking and about? Like, relax. We're literally <laughs> just before this, we're talking about how we need to upgrade our main computer. It's time. <clears throat> we burn through these things like, like every three to five years. I was just saying, okay, we need a new computer. Mm -hmm. You know, it needs to happen. And then, like, it freaks out. It's like it knows know? that as soon as you kind of give up on it, it just starts like, mm, you're going you're gonna to leave me? And then it gives up on you. I've, I've had, I'm don't even joking. I've done it like four or five times. It's every time. It's true. All right. Anyway, so we apologize. We're late and we apologize if there's any kind of issues that throws us off during the show. So we appreciate that. And I'm kind of under the weather anyway today. I'm not feeling 100 percent. I'm like 50 maybe. So we'll see how this one goes. Um, otherwise, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Henrik. And who are you? Uh, I'm Lana. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Flashback Friday, of course, on Fridays here at Red Ice TV, August 12th, 2022. And uh, if you want to join us, uh, entropystream.live slash TV. That's a good option for donos. We'll try to keep an eye on Odyssey as well uh, and Rumble. Those should be uh, up and running. Uh, otherwise, I think we should, should we just do we have any uh, house cleaning? We clear off? <laughs> not no. yet. Not yet. But once we get through all this stuff, stay tuned because there's some uh, really good news, I think. About <clears throat> so let, so let me see how, how far. Half time. Let me, let me race it up. You see that? You hear that? Oh, boy. It's like an echo. If I turn that up, there's like an echo of oh, 15 yeah. seconds later or something. Long delay there. Long delay. Like it's something is seep. All right. Okay. I'm not going to go on about it. Just so irritating. All right. Okay. We are going to start with the queer, uh, what is it? Queer revisionism <laughs> of history, right? Isn't that what it is? Joan of Arc. It's funny because I... <clears throat> I always loved the story of Joan of Arc when I was little, and now looking back at it, I'm like, oh boy. 
I mean, how much of it is really true? You know, they run with it. It's obviously embellished. But this is kind of funny, right? Joan of Arc will be portrayed as a gender neutral in this new play. And I was thinking that she will show some clips later, but she kind of already has been portrayed as gender neutral when you think about it. I mean, she heard voices that told her to dress like a man and cut her hair off. So, like, the, a lot of the movies that feature her, she kind of she kind of looks like a lesbian in some of them. Anyway, and not so quite was, like this lesbian, like Ingrid so that was Bergman just is to, one. That, uh-huh. No, that, and that was just to like fit in, obviously, among what the males uh, yeah. posing as that at the yeah. time. Well, so she could uh, lead 13? all these men into victory, like uh, I call bullshit. A seventeen-year-old peasant girl. With when these, is it? Thirteen like, hundreds. When is it again? Fourteen hundreds. Fourteen hundreds. Okay. All right. Anyway, so here we go. They're gonna sweaty up and they're gonna queer up the uh, the stuff here. Let's see how this goes. The volume here. From the marker for everything comes the pen for everything else. Introducing the smooth, bold, and vibrant Sharpie S gel. What, what's happening? This is, they're there's getting never ads any ads. It's going to be this big sweat. There's never ads on this shit. Okay, anyway, here there's we go. No. Then. Sorry about that. It's going to be this big, sweaty, queer, revolution, rebellion, festival of, like, joy. horrific. It's a big story on a big stage. Joan of Arc was this incredible historical figure. Joan was this working class young person <laughs> working who class. was, she was a transgressing peasant. gender at a time when it was really dangerous and that just felt instantly like relatable to me. Like I was assigned to female at birth, I'm non-binary, I'm from a working class background and I've often felt Joan of like Arc has nothing I've to had do something to say and things. <clears throat> what do you well you can't always queer history right you just kind of pervert it <laughs> had to do with the hundred years do. war that was going on you know between france and england it has nothing to yeah. do with your gender neutral imaginary gender unicorn bullshit uh-huh. it's gonna happen it's, they're, they're gonna queer everything you'll see just wait for it <laughs> I haven't been given permission to say it so to to get an opportunity to write this play about a character that's also trying to do that i was like oh it's too good to be true really <laughs> it's like a huge a huge thing that like i want to get right and i really care about we're just trying to do something that puts people in joan's shoes in joan's body you know like with that mission with those questions and that sense of possibility and she and was very we religious take are these the audience people, she was very religious too are yeah. these are these folks religious <clears throat> i don't think so uh, very just, religious uh, well on their queer the, religion yes this is the new age religion, the religion. right in here yeah a journey of discovery with with joan it's like an expansion of a historical figure yeah and i hope i hope that that then opens new possibilities for empathy and new possibilities for understanding for everyone whenever i want to give up or run away i've got this like voice in my head saying like don't give up just yet keep going and it always sounds like joan of arc and i kind of imagine that joan had a voice like that as well and joan no, called bipolar. it god yeah, you know what that's actually schizophrenic kind of, that's actually kind of interesting if we have time and we're already late and stuff so we'll see if we have time but it was a, a clip by what was his name again uh, i hypocrite did a pretty good one about these different per- the, there's women or girls now on tiktok claiming that they have like disassociative uh, identity disorder multiple personality disorder 
And it kind of has to do with this too, right? There's, there's always these voices internally they're hearing, and here's a new altar coming out, and oh, it's a, I int- I'm introducing a new person today. Look at That's how kind special of, I am. Yeah, I mean, really, liberalism is a, a mental disorder. It's a disease, and they, they celebrate it. They love being, you know, freaks with mental problems now. They think it's cool and makes them special. You know, look forward to a sweaty queer Joan of Arc. No, no. <laughs> and like, I'm buzzing about like the five pound tickets make me excited. Standing like like at a gig. Yeah, the it's way it's a whole it talks. show from the perspective of the groundlings, the people who pay five pounds and and stand there and participate in it, and that's the kind of feeling we want to spread through the entire theater but it's that kind of really doing some great dance rock. you notice at these theaters mm-hmm. <laughs> some, some expression, expression yeah. free expression like, it always looks the same it's so lame like how could you not laugh at that this is hilarious i mean the, the, the everything has been turned upside down our history everything our traditions our culture our people everything's being hijacked everything's being perverted and transformed and so this is just a natural conclusion on uh, the path we're already on uh, and of course you, as you know gina bark was made a saint right so they gotta yeah. queer up that saint i was actually at the saint Joan of Arc Church in uh, Rowan, France, years ago. My mom took me there when I was a a teenager. And the birthplace, like where she was born, and so I saw all of that. But obviously the story has been uh, embellished, right? It's kind of become like a mythology in itself. Like how how much is actually true, (laughs) right? Anyway, this was a silent film, the first one that portrayed Joan of Arc. Check it out. And she does already look kind of gender neutral, right? Because she was trying to look like a guy, right? She's trying to blend in. So yeah, she could lead this military into victory, right? Right, yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's... Do you want to play audio from this, too? Yeah. Okay. But this is a uh, talkie, uh, non-talkie. No, silent. Though, right? silent yeah. Film. yeah. So then we There's just... There's kind of a little, a little creepy, isn't it? I thought this I love this style. It's actually yeah. pretty... Uh, I don't know. I, there's something with the it. Of course, in- the Inquisition and all that. It's very eerie. Very that ungodly. A, that was a... Inquisition was a great period. Are you kidding? 1492, they kicked out uh, you know who's and they took control <laughs> of their countries. Inquisition was probably one of the more based, uh, wonderful things that happened. You know what? I'd say this. But how would they treat pagans? They did not go, well, that was kind of like over at that point, yeah. I guess. But this was actually more about Muslims because it was in Spain. And it was more about uh, the Jews who had helped let in all the, uh, the Muslims into uh, Spain. But the problem was that they just let them convert and say that they're Christians as opposed to just like actually, well, how do you prove it, right? So that was kind of part of the Inquisition. That they're like, oh my God, they asked they asked scary question. It was like the uh, you know the medieval McCarthyism of that time, right? And it's like, well, they were right. Yeah, they were right. They just weren't hard enough, just like McCarthy. Anyway. And she got burned at the stake, right? I remember was doing she, yeah. a history project in school, and I did like, what? yeah, burned as a witch, right? Heard voices and all that, right? Yeah. I remember doing a history project in school, and I did a little. <laughs> it was Joan of Arc burning on the the stake, like a little doll and all these little sticks and everything for my history <laughs> projects. <laughs> Well, it's fun. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting story. <clears throat> Lord Aragon says, what is that thing? I'm not sure what we, that's what we're trying to figure out here. Not this <laughs> thing, but the other one, too. Uh, and Lord Aragon says, I uh, can't believe it's been five years since Charlottesville. That's right. We actually have a 
have a story on that later too. Or at least the how this rehashed. I saw some tweets about it, and I was like, oh, that's oh, it's that time of year again. But now it's five years. Yeah, uh, that's part of their religion. These guys, right? Anyway, you let's just some paintings of what yeah. she, what you know. These are old uh, paintings of her. The idea of what she looked like. You know, it's always that kind of classic, the long red hair, like you see Mary Magdalene like that, and a lot of other females in mythology, right? Like the long Elizabeth red kind of curly hair. You know, so she was portrayed like that mm-hmm. also. Uh, yep. But I don't see any gender neutral, <laughs> super boyish, creepy there actually, looking things. Is there actually a portrait that someone painted at the time? <laughs> I, I couldn't find. I'd have to look a little longer. So. It, if you think about it, it's like. It should be, it's right? really the. God, I, I watched this a while back, like documentaries about it, but it's like this before like the Renaissance and they really kind of picked up the art form of like painting and rediscovering some of that. Most of the art was kind of weird. It was like 2D style, you know what I mean? Like but per, they didn't have perspective down. It was very strange and bizarre. So I guess the portraits, like more accurate portraits, weren't around until like, I mean, I could be wrong on this. Maybe there's a couple here and there or whatever. But overall, I don't think it was like that accurate style for until, yeah, post-Renaissance at some point. As yeah, I, I love that anyway. style. But, I love uh, that. Jimmy Fowl says, hello, Henrik and Lana. Great to see you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you feel better soon, Henrik. Thank you. Have chamomile tea handy. And do not smash with Scott. Smash with Definitely Scott. If not. I had, if I had mine, do we have smash our shortcuts now? I don't know. Nothing works here today. It's, it's a te- travesty. <laughs> friend of no, Mary. Actually, you guys will hear it. We heard it. We friend of Mary it. Fagan <laughs> says, "Why the she man wearing a Proud Boys shirt?" Oh, really? Did, did it kind of look like that? I guess she did, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's uh, even the little. Uh, no, it's a U. I thought it was that Ro- the uh, Roman yeah. wreaths on there. See that? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, boy. yeah. And Cyan Wolf, thank you very much. <laughs> says no, guys. It's actually Laura Loomer, the new female Christian warrior, going to lead us to victory. Yes, we'll have a little, we'll have a little, little clip on that. On that. Later. that, that Look at this that, dance. That's, that's this perfect right there. <laughs> This, you can't ask for more. That's, that's what Some it's all about right there. Some yeah. freakazoid liberal. Like, yeah. oh, God. It's like, I'm having an expression dance in, in, in my abortion experience. You know, whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting in touch with my body. Self-acceptance. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Simon Wolf. We, uh, yeah, we have a little... <laughs> We have a little clip on that later. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, this is yeah. a horror movie. Yes. This is they, them horror movie. Here we this, go, uh, folks. trailer. You're gonna, so we call it lib, uh, lib horror porn, right? There's always some of the genre that pops up that's like kind of playing on the liberal sphere and they kind of like that, almost like the, the Like the scary white neighborhood that's going to murder yeah. this black, innocent black man coming in through the town. Yeah, like those. So this is, yeah, so said this is called They Slash Them, right? The, 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 we have pronoun movies now. Uh, and it, it's, I'm not sure if it's out or if it's, uh, if it is coming out, but, uh, well, that's, you can, all right, or whatever. Let's play this. It's a great day to be alive, isn't it? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm guessing that some of you, you're not happy. Maybe you don't fit in. People make fun of you. Well, I can't make you straight, but you give us this week, and we might be able to help. Okay, so do you see what this is about? It's like the scary concept of, like, <coughs> conversion therapy. Mm-hmm. They're going to un-gay all these gay people. Oh, my God, it's like a horror movie already. Let's uh, proceed. Boys cabin over there, girls cabin over there. I use they-them pronouns, as in they can't believe they're at this camp. The game just run away. It looks big enough, <laughs> right? 
the kids? <laughs> yeah. Or whatever they are? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they look plenty <laughs> big. Well, yeah. Runaway. The, the, they're forced there. There's a... <laughs> The magic uh, force field of these white men that's holding them uh, captive in the village. Did right. not Kevin Bacon, right? There's no Kevin judgment. Bacon, he's fallen from grace. <laughs> this guy, holy smokes. It's in this room. Sometimes I wish I was invisible. Woo. Yeah, what the heck is that? I would understand it a lot more if there was Bible thumping and queer bashing. Do you even believe in any of this? Come in, please. Do you think your parents are disappointed in you? Sometimes. So what do you do? You try to make yourself special. You become they. Today, we're going to be exploring traditional gender roles. Oh my god. I can't believe they're doing this. This Doesn't it feel like, remember the movie Midsummer, right? When they were kind of going after oh, like... Yeah pagans and here they're going after like heterosexuals is the biggest scary thing out there <laughs> as i'll mention later though but the uh, gender unicorn though that's fine you know we can talk about that that's totally oh, normal you know cutting a kid's genitals off that that's not a horror show or anything like that this is look how long they've been doing this it's time to play this could get a lot worse where's my killer we need to get out of here taste Enjoy the sunshine and work on your tan. They slash them. Wait, so who's getting Street killed? The gays or the, the straight 5th. people? There? It's the uh, <laughs> it's the straight uh, heteros that are murdering the, uh, oh the gays. God. Yeah, uh, this is <clears> like in this is total fantasy. Mm-hmm. Everything is gay, gay, gay celebration anymore. <clears> you know, even the fact that they do these movies. Who's actually going to go see this? I, I think it's some streaming thing, I guess. Peacock. 0.0002% um, of the population. Kiss penis. Um, all right. So, uh, basically, this is what it's about, right? Oh, my God. The, the the horror of conversion therapy. Remember this? This is the Vicky thread. It's a pseudoscientific practic- uh, practice of attempting to change an individual's sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression to align with heterosexual and cisgender norms. But it is happening the other way around. Of course it is. That's my point. Gay conversion indoctrination. That it, it literally is happening. They're sitting there with straight kids in school, mm-hmm. trying to tell them you're, you know, one of these one thousand different gender identities, and we're all really gay. And are you sure you're really a little boy or a little girl? Or so it's funny how it, when it's the other way around, then it's this beautiful, uh, tolerant uh, celebration of diversity and true human sexuality. There's always a perversion, right? It's always a, a, a complete opposite, a projection. It's always reversing nature and saying, oh, the, no, this is the natural way to go now. Now they're the normal ones and we're the freaks, right? That's what they want it to be. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a conversion. Listen, let's change it. Conversion therapy is the pseudoscientific practice of attempting to change an individual's sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression to align with homosexual uh, and queer norms. Yeah, that, that makes that's, way that's more it, sense. And this day is. and age, it's totally the other, like what you just read. That's what uh, it is. Of course, 100%, right? No doubt about it. In fact, we have a couple of stories on that, too. There is it, no more of these conversion therapy places, and everyone always no. jokes around when they go. It's just like gay kids just meet uh, other gays. <laughs> like That's all that happens. Like, and, yeah. I, and I remember the, we've seen movies where, like, the, the worried mom about the tomboyish girl, and obviously she's, like, attracted to girls, and she's like, well, maybe, uh, you know, 
There's a there's a root tea you can try, and and they try to like make fun of that and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for it's a hormonal like, imbalance. Of course, she's trying to fix her uh, her you know weird levels or whatever. But no, that's insane. That's crazy. However, as I said, you know, putting children on hormone and puberty blockers and uh, you know cutting off their genitals. That's not a horror show. That's completely normal, completely, uh, you know, as it should be. That's right? definitely a horror show. Billy Biz, thank you very much, says you can make a horror movie of CRT training. Exactly. Yes, yes exactly. All, CRT, it, the, all this uh, gender madness today. Like, that would be way more interesting than this mediocre garbage, right? Can, can you imagine an, an actually doing like a psychological thrill, thriller or whatever, like whatever you would call it? Uh, of like a white a white person, how they're experiencing reality right now, where they're replacing us, they're getting a, a tr- slowly being turned into a minority. You're being discriminated against. They're institutional, uh, you know, uh, yeah, discrimination. I guess Can't against you. Can't do that. You. It would wake too many people up. But right? then, but the whole world is like denying it. It's not really happening. They're gaslighting you into you know that that there's violence against you. There's like the media. One covers, day, Henrik. You know, one day, Henrik. That movie uh, yeah. will be made. I hope so. Get to work. Get <laughs> Jimmy Vallis right. says, wow, that They Them trailer was gay. Yeah, it was pretty gay. <laughs> that was very gay. Pretty, Le- pretty gay. So here's just one example, right? Uh, pretty, pretty. Leaked <laughs> files expose how U.S. pediatricians accused their own professional body of pushing a harmful drugs-first approach on trans teens and of deliberately blocking moves to change these rules, right? This is the horror show right here. Daily Mail obtained leaked files that expose how rank-and-file pediatricians are slamming their academy for pushing puberty-blocking drugs on teens who identify as transgender. The American Academy of Pediatrics causes uh, great harm with drug cocktails to youngsters, members say. And again, okay, it's great that they know that, but why are they not speaking out, right? This is like actually like harming uh, kids forever, right, the rest of their lives. Because a lot of them are spineless and they're afraid of losing their job, yada, yada. We know how this goes. So now Daily Mail have to like have it as a leaked source to, you know, anyway, at least it's coming out, right? Top youth medical body pushes unsafe and unsustainable policies based on scant and shoddy evidence, says another. New AAP rules blocked a resolution calling for policy rethink at annual meeting in Chicago. Also, the AAP says its policies are evidence-based, widely accepted, sure. Subjected to review and best uh, best bet for vulnerable teens. Yeah, it's a bet. As soon as there's a teen who you know feels a little off, just hor- straight to the hormone blockers, right? And puberty uh, uh, pre- prevention pills. Critics say the academy has bowed to pressure from young activist doctors. Yeah, no shit. Uh, anyway, so they go through the story here, and they here's the actually the the document here, right, where they uh, speak out against it. Let me see what it says here. Uh, Angry AAP members say the Academy changed its rules to block a member-drafted resolution to launch a policy review. It led to the review of being sidelined at the Academy's leadership conference, which ended in Chicago Monday. Instead, members took the unusual step of airing their concerns in the comments section for a separate resolution in the AAP's members-only website. So they're not even like speaking directly to media at this point, essentially. Uh, all right, so in the comments... Leaked to Daily Mail, AAP members said the Academy was endorsing great harm, that its care package for trans-identifying teens was based on scant and shoddy evidence, as we read. It's unsafe, unsustainable. I guess you can read the documents yourself if you want to go through it. But this is this is not, I mean, news. We've, t- I mean, it's th- like what was happening in the UK. What was it? The Tavistock the, uh, Center yes, or whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It was like it was the Institute for um, Sexual Identity or whatever. So they were counseling kids, and after one session, they were ready to put kids on puberty blockers yep exactly and how many of these stories are we seeing seeing now with the uh 
the detransitioning stuff that's happening, right? I mean, that's good that this is coming out, but it's like now they're reacting, you know what I mean? It's like, like what is this, a decade too late almost, you know what I mean? This yeah. has been going on longer than that, but like the real promotion of this stuff is, is crazy. At least there's some pushbacks. We we have that. And as you said, the Tavistock, I'm searching for Institute here, but that's not what it was. The clinic, I guess, or something. But the point is, um, yeah, here it is. Look at this. Here's another one. 13 hours ago. Let me check this. Tavistock Gender Clinic. Uh to be sued by a thousand families this is in the UK, right? So that's good. Uh, didn't know that. There was just a, this was published 13 hours ago, so that's good. So they're going after that. We'll see how it's the ref- reformation of this system happens. I still think they have an ace up their sleeve, and they'll be like, it will be even worse when they're done with all of this. But we'll see where, where it goes, right? All right, and then you have this too. Check this out. Um, university investigates PhD students' paper on masturbating to comics of young boys. <laughs> Manchester University <laughs> launches inquiry into ethical standards after paper details masturbation sessions. Uh, I, I can't believe The Guardian is covering this, but okay, good, we'll take it, right? We'll read a little bit here from this. A leading university I don't know how much I want to hear about has, this has launched an inquiry after it emerged that one of its PhD students has written a research paper about sexual attraction to young boys. Carl Anderson spent three months recording his thoughts and feelings. trying to normalize pedophilia, don't they, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, according to this study, this is totally normal. Yeah, I mean, we know that this is where it's going, is you can't stop the uh, the queer uh, the queer circus. So it, it will never stop. Uh, he was recording his thoughts and feelings while masturbating over images of young boys in a Japanese comic book. What is, and then there's the anime shit weaved into this. I, I don't get any of that. I'm, 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 luckily, I'm too old to interrupt <laughs> you to that, but I don't, I don't get the draw, but whatever. In the abstract for the paper, Anderson, who is in, interviewed, uh, interviewing fans of a... Shada comic. Is that misspelled? What is that? I don't even know what that is. That's how, uh, uh, that's how unfamiliar I am with that world. Shada comics. Thing. Yep. For his PhD, said he wanted to, quote, understand how they experience sexual pleasure when reading Shada. His 4,000 word study, which details <laughs> his sexual habits and sexual encounters. So, a 4,000 word study on this uh, pervert masturbating to comics. This is great. 4,000 word study details his sexual habits and sexual encounters between boys in a comic, which published in the journal Qualitative Research in April. It provoked outrage from academics. Good. I'm glad there was a reaction. And uh, MP and others after it was circulated uh, on Twitter this week. So, there you go. Uh, I don't want to read the rest of that, but you uh, you get the point. There, there is right there. Totally not. That, that's totally not the face of a, a pedophile, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you could have one in the dictionary, who 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 could make this up? All right. God. Yikes. Oh man, let's go to Scotland because they are now forcing every school to push new curriculum that incorporates queer topics into everyday learning. So. Not only gay social studies, but gay history, gay language arts, gay science, and gay math, too. Yes, I'm going to give you an example of that later. But Scotland has officially become the first country in the world to implement a required LGBTQ plus indoctrination in schools. Activist teachers... I'm putting that there. Now have access to a website. I think we have a link to that. Offering e-learning course on teaching topics related to the gay community, as well as a host of these inclusive lesson plans. So like any kind of lesson you're teaching, you have to shove down global homo down kids' throats, right? So while the alphabet soup is going to be taught explicitly, this new curriculum seeks to integrate inclusion into everyday learning. Lessons offered on the website range from exercises on discrimination to math problems. Let me give you an example. A young girl purchases three Father's Day cards for her two dads. How many cards are left over? 
Yes, this is a new everyday gay learning. This is all because of a gay rights group called Time for Inclusive Education. They go by Thai. They lobbied the, the Scottish Parliament and they said, everything we're trying to do here is all very, very Christian. The uh, Thai <laughs> co-founder, Liam Stevenson, said, we have a picture of him, oh, actually, the, too. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, and it says, he says, it's about looking after one another. It's about respecting one another. It's about caring for and loving one another and producing healthy young people. This guy in the middle said love that. Is this love. is It's all very Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, by the very. way, these Thai founders, they don't have any kids, but they lobby the government, of course, because they want to force your kids into learning what they think that they should be learning. Why is it so important for them? Why? Because they want to manufacture more little LGBTQ P's in the world is why. So you give them an inch and then they want to come for your kids. At least in Scotland, you can still homeschool. I looked that up. I was surprised. Unlike uh, Sweden and Germany, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But crazy. Gay aye, learning. Aye, aye. Gay everyday learning. Well, you remember, uh, you remember this, right? Nicola Sturgeon. I, I just pulled this in, but there's like this. And she was in the picture there, right? The top front and uh, not that one. Well, it's kind of close, actually. Right there. Uh, in the center there. We have a little clip uh, from her. L- listen to her wonderful, uh, <coughs> warm idea of like diversity here. Listen to, uh, to this here. The Scotland we seek is open, welcoming, diverse and inclusive and no Tory is ever going to be allowed to change that. Aggressive tolerance, yeah. is that what you call it? Like, Jeez. Man, Shoving it down. down your throat and in your face. That's why people are sick of you. Yes. You know? <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy Fallon says, smash with Scotland. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, good stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> but meanwhile, well, Scotland, oh, there's I, more, I, right? I yeah. had to look this up, pull up this okay, tweet. I was like, this can't, this can't be true. And then I found that it is true. Let me see here. Man. It's, it's a, all, all part of the green agenda oh, here. This one, this 14 right, million yeah. trees have been cut down in Scotland to make way for these wind farms. Yes, 14 million trees cut down. This is all part of the green agenda. It's amazing. Like, what's green about chopping down a bunch of trees? You calling them? Uh, what, what do you call it again? You calling them uh, wind uh, wind farms, windmills? Yes, That's yes. good. <clears throat> we'll, we'll get to that, by the way. Yeah, but no, of course, this is uh, this is what it's this is where it's at, right? Sh- you know, just uh, cut down the ancient forests to make way for what? Well, first of all, the whole green agenda is dumb and gay, right? But then it's also that it's more development. Why? Because there's more people. The the uh, appetite for energy is higher than ever. And of course, if they're going to convert everything over to electricity and EV, you know, electrical vehicles and stuff, where's all this power going to come from? Right? They have to be like, it'll be like us uh, in, in concrete shoe boxes, in concrete, right? And then the rest will be like windmills and so, you know, solar panels, essentially. But uh, I said this, it's to make room for, uh, for this. Here's also uh, Scotland. Uh, check this out here. More of us, right? Isn't that funny how that always works? Not even your country. Say, say it loud, say it clear. Refugees are welcome here. A group of Scots (laughs) have marched in support of refugees across Scotland. Everyone has the right to be here. We're here. They should too, said the spokesman, spokeswoman. 
uh, for the march. So basically, yes, open up, so annoying. cut down the trees, 14 million of them, and set up wind farms so that uh, we can bring in people and they can live a uh, you know Western lifestyle. That, that's what it's all about. That's that's uh, that's uh, democracy. For Imagine America. going to their countries and doing this. More of us here. Mm-hmm. Open up. We're here, so every other white person should be there. Oh, they would all be against that in a heartbeat. But yeah. when it's in our countries, no problem. Man, it's amazing what's happened to Scotland. How fast Scotland is going downhill. It's so sad. It's pretty bad. I, I loved Scotland. I visited there a couple times, been up in the Highlands, you know, Scottish people and culture. I love it. Yeah. So this is horrible to see. Yes, it is. <sighs> but I guess some Scottish people just don't, they just don't care. Some do. There's a good, uh, both uh, patriotic alternative is a good presence in Scotland. There's other... Uh, you know, nationalist groups and stuff like that there, and a lot of people, patriots still. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they, this is, I mean, they did it in Sweden, they're doing it in Ireland, they've done it in the UK, in Germany, in France, it's happening all over, right? Um, check out this, so this is kind of funny, right? <laughs> this is a tweet here, where I guess two non-white people are having a discussion about why did, why have the white people done this, right? <laughs> Anu says, why did humans have to invent things like, well, okay, granted, Anu says just humans in general, right? Why did humans have to invent things like jobs, school, and college? We could just all vibe. Vibe but I out, guess, man. But I guess not. We could just vibe and chill, you know, and just wait for the fairies to bring us uh, our meal. And then uh, <laughs> Bumikazi here says, uh, with a uh, socialist rose after her name, says, uh, it's the white people. They created governments and industries all in the name of civilization. How dare we? <laughs> How dare we? So you can sit here on Twitter and shit all over us. It's just, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's fascinating that the this idea that there's just that there's money out there and it's just not like flowing in your hands so you can pay your bills and buy food. It, it, that's really that's listed. So they could just like, be a lazy, lazy ass and a useless mouth, basically. We're, we're so comfortable, so successful, uh, too much time on their hands, so they can sit and you know just like let's go back to the the where to go. Did I close it? Like hey, here, look, look at this. This is like. This is what this is what people have time for now. Uh, where is it? Where am I just showing that? Where is it? There it is. Like this here, the, the 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 dance expression here, like and just like inventing altars inside of your, uh, you know, here. <laughs> Look at oh this. Gosh. Inventing altars. Uh, you have different personalities coming out. You're having inner dialogue about how do you, well, how do you feel today? And oh, uh, you know, and it's just like you need to get to work. Like if you want to survive, no one is going to like do this for you right no one they're expecting civilization to just lift these people up and just take care of them and do everything for them and who's working out there who's doing the jobs who's making sure ensure that this like the wheels are still turning right that's why these people are going to love like automation and robotics and stuff and it's like yeah ubi right humans are now is technically useless right that's uh, as uh, harari says there's no there's no role for humans anymore because now we just have robots doing everything for us isn't it interesting how some races just have the drive, the drive to create things, right? Yeah. And some just don't. Nope. They just don't have that at all. They just want to sit around and eat and be lazy. Just chill. <laughs> it's amazing. Just like, chill. I would never be happy with that. Even if I was had tons of money, I would still not be happy just sitting around like eating and shopping all day. Yeah. Like I would need to be doing something, something That's, that mattered, right? Exactly. And yes, because you have a, you know, you want a purpose, you want to fulfill things, you want to, you know, but no, it's this invent jobs that's not how it works right how can they not see that like what what we today call a job is what you had to do to survive just a hundred like a hundred years ago essentially like everyone essentially not everyone but many most people they worked on a farm 
they lived uh, more or less subsistence lifestyles before at least before widely industrialization had, had happened right how can, how can they not make that connection? <laughs> I just don't understand. It's just like a, <laughs> an inconvenience, right? Glenn the Chinaman, hello, says, wait, but didn't blacks give us civilization? They were kings, weren't they? She uh, depends on how you, uh, <laughs> depends on how convenient that is. When you can use it against white people, then they did it and it's bad and it's that, their fault, right? We stole the knowledge but, from their heads. That's right. To oppress them with things like so jobs Chinese. and schools and college. <laughs> and industry and uh, and uh, and science. All right. Um, I guess this one is yours here, right? The, yeah. Uh, last year, Project Veritas exposes activist, commie, filth teacher in Sacramento, California. He admitted to indoctrinating kids into you know Marxist, commie, revolutionary bullshit. I mean, they all do, but this guy was quite explicit. He had the hammer and sickle tattoo and all this. Larping is some badass communist or whatever. Gabriel Geip. What's his name? Uh, he teaches social studies. So anyway, we'll play a little clip of him about like a minute and no, no. 30 so, seconds of his yeah, social must be, studies. Must be social studies. studies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me so about to like a minute and 30 seconds okay, and then we'll uh, tell you what the update with this guy. Okay, here we go. Dollars at Intercom High School in Sacramento, California. Guype, who teaches advanced placement government classes, is not shy about his involvement in Antifa's local chapter. He even has an Antifa flag and a poster of Mao Zedong in his classroom. So, um, you know, it's like my wife and I have been political organizers. I've been organizing since I was 13. Wow. And, and I've been in a ton of different... I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you... Scared as fuck out of that. Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, so that, yeah, when when there is like right-wing rallies and stuff, then we like, we'll create an opposition to that. Yeah. Beautiful. Where would he go to connect with some of these organizations? Like, they, I, I post calendar every okay, week. Awesome. And then, so like, they, it's, and I do it for extra credit. So they get points for doing it. Like, and so that encourages them to do it. <laughs> and I've, I've had like students show for like protests, community events, you know, tabling, food distribution, all sorts of, all sorts of things. They, when they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection, that's their extra credit. Like I, I have an Antifa flag on my, on my wall. Um, and a student complained about that and you said it made them feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> like, maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical to. So, the Cultural Revolution in the 60s was fixing the problem that came about after the economic problem. It ultimately failed, right? Um, and there was a lot of excesses. People were definitely, like, you know, shot in the streets that probably shouldn't have been. Incredibly ugly behavior come out of this city, and you can see a couple of people over there that might be demonstrating that. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the fuck out of them? Meet Gabriel Guy. Yeah, so he's a public he, he school teacher paid to be for by taxpayer this, right? Mm -hmm. But instead, this lefty school now they're giving him one hundred and ninety thousand dollars, which is three years of his salary in exchange for his resignation. Okay, so he's going to get nearly $200,000. He's going to find another job in Calming, California. No problem. It's funny how he's, the kid like feels uncomfortable about that flag. He's like, well, then it shouldn't make you feel uncomfortable because you should be against uh, fascism. It's like, uh, it's communist. You guys are communists. Like, communism should make you feel uncomfortable. Now put up a swastika flag, like, and then we can say the same thing to you, right? Now juxtapose that 
to this elementary school teacher, Tiana Dolichov. I don't know if you guys remember this story, but I was on her podcast back in 2018, and it turned into national news. Yes, it, it was amazing. It went from the angry white men to the huff poop to the CNN pipeline, and it was all over the place. Um, and she ended up getting fired because we had this little conversation about, uh, you know, anti-whiteness in the schools, and she was just talking about her teaching strategies. And <clears throat> then it turned into, oh, my God, white nationalists are talking about infiltrating the school system. And, uh, you know, there's these nonstop articles about it. It's on my wiki page. And it, it's so clear who controls the educational system in America, and it is they who have infiltrated it, right? And they're constantly paranoid that normal, sane people like us are going to take back what they already stole. That's why they're always paranoid that we might try and do what they do. Yeah. But we can play the little clip from uh, CNN because it's kind of kind of oh, funny. Like the things that she says compared to what the other guy says, and he's just like full on communist revolution. Mao is great, nineteen seventeen, you know, whatever, no problem. Like all these dead bodies, you know, all in the name of, you know, <laughs> we're cooking the souffle again, right? And yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we'll cook oh, the souffle failed. right this time. Yeah. Maybe a little less bodies, or maybe we'll kill a little more bodies this time, and it's going to work. Uh, about, uh, what is it? Hundred million, right? Oh my um, gosh! That's, that's, so she we, was. We have nothing to worry about when it comes to communism. Meanwhile, right? she was actually an awesome teacher, critical yeah. thinker, teaching kids. And her whole thing was just, uh, we have to teach kids that there's two sides to every story. This nope, was the big isn't. the big crime. You yep. know, two sides to every story. Oh, my gosh. See, we have nothing, we're nothing to worry about when it comes to commies, right? It's totally, it's, they're totally safe and fine. Nothing really happened. And, in fact, we should give them a couple of more chances uh, to kind of really pull it off. Uh, yeah, not burn the souffle this time. But it's amazing how it turned into this big story because she just had this little podcast and I went yeah. on there. It was in this time when I was being just stalked constantly. There were all these articles being written by these, you know, activists to journalists and stuff but we could yeah. play the little clip that yeah it was like the, know, the timing was right and then at the same time it's kind of like the, it's uh what would you call it, like red meat for these uh, shit libs you know what i mean They're like oh my god look look there like w let's project right Let, let's pretend that they're trying to do something that we deny that we're actually doing right now. yeah they've already done look they've already them. taken look, it of course over. It's, it's they're the, the ones indoctrinating kids the into communism they're admitting it and they're worried because two women are saying hey we got have to stop with the anti-whiteness in schools we should teach it's, kids uh, to be proud of their european heritage it's the dismissive right it, it immediately have to be shut down and they also know immediately that they cannot let this black become popular among women all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like, that. no, we need the, the white women are feminists. They're on our side. They're shitting on the white males and, you know, fingers, uh, you know, up to the West, Western civilization is all patriarchy and suppressive. And, all and by the way, of course, no surprise, but this headline is deceiving. She was talking about a tweet that she made that was satire. Now they're saying, oh, she's saying her whole podcast was satire. Yeah. No. And what was the big crime of things we talked about? IQ differences and how she notices noticed that in her classrooms. Sure. No, but did yeah. she get to two hundred thousand dollars and and asked to to resign and maybe go get hired somewhere else later? No, she got blacklisted. And yeah. Fired. Okay, let's play a little bit here. On an all new episode of oh, <laughs> that guy. guy. Oh that guy. Oh no. Okay. Sorry, guys. We have to. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. so that's incredible. Two hundred thousand yeah. dollars with yeah. this scumbag commie. That's right. And you know. But, but here, researchers have already looked into this. There are races that have higher IQs than others. A Florida teacher plans to resign <laughs> after a podcast she hosted sparked controversy. Alleged white supremacist content triggered an investigation at her yep. school. I just, I couldn't help it. The first instinct in my brain was, this is a setup. This is faked. This is staged. 
Ooh, she, a teacher with an opinion. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, her podcast. I've had a couple instances where, you know, parents were concerned. I had one at the beginning of this this, year who emailed the principal over my head and (laughs) basically, you know, told her, I'm worried that your teacher is injecting political bias into her teaching. And the principal came to me and she was like, I'm not worried. Should I be worried? And I'm like, no. (laughs) And she believed me and she backed off. Totally out of context. They didn't uh, take the whole thing that we talked about there. Of course. Like she's being sneaky and teaching kids behind her back or something. Like lefties never do that. (laughs) Never. Anyway, they've shown some tweets here too. Where's the lie? Well, there isn't one, but you know. All right. Do you want to watch it to the end? No, it's no. just funny. But just just yeah. to juxtapose. Like, it's yeah. obvious who controls the educational system. And it's obvious that there are all these double standards that we yeah. see, right? Good teachers get fired. These Antifa shitty teachers, you know, they always get covered for, yeah. right? They'll yeah. be fine. They get $200,000, and then he'll go to some other town in California and get hired and continue doing what he's doing. <clears throat> this is just always what happens. Yeah, here's the... Uh what is it? The angry white men. They're doing more articles, I think, today on on white women than they're doing on men. But anyway, yeah, that's it's always a pipeline, as you they said. Li- it's like the small outlets, right? It's the that it's this side. It's what yes. it was. Yeah, the media matters. There's a couple other ones, right? I mean, they're not small sites. These are they're funded to like a lot of money. But uh, then it goes to Huff Poop or and to Daily Beast to and then to CNN and then ABC or CNN. Yeah, and it was, it was all like over the place. It was crazy how big that the story went. Yeah. yeah, and this angry white man is obviously run by one of these journalists at one of these uh, big outlets right but they were he was stalking me for so long it's hilarious that even a piece about oh my god lana and these girls are talking about uh, dating tips for white people oh my god call you know call up cnn these white women are giving dating tips so they can meet other white men and have children oh my god the shock and the horror it's a crime this is hilarious it's hilarious these people <clears throat> see, Foxer over on Odyssey says they will come crying when the Wi-Fi no longer works and they can't charge their phones. White man's stuff won't be so bad then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, decol- they should decolonize right now and feel the pain of that. Uh, but they, they have to, they have to, ha- you know, have the cake and eat it too, or what do you call it? Like you have to, you have to shit on Western civilization while you're using it, taking advantage of it, think it's great, but then it's, you have to whine and complain and argue that this is like. This is like slavery, right? You have to go to a job. It's basically slavery, and it's run by white people, right? Um, and that way, you can. And if you if you complain and scream loud enough, you might get uh, stuff for free from uh, from the white man, right? Isn't that what it's about at the end? Like it's it's always the path of least resistance. If you can if you can just sh- sit on your ass and scream and shout, or even just like do tweets or whatever it is, and you get shit for free as a consequence yeah. of that, why, why not? You know that's <laughs> you know that's kind of like it or not, that's kind of the nature of like most uh, living things. It's they cons- conserve energy at all costs. We're like hardwired to do that, so that's what that's part of. All right. Dertrusker says, protect your forest, Western man. Forest is the cure. Yes, we don't cut down 14 million trees like they did in Scotland. Yeah, Simply I, outrageous. I don't know. This, this one, we want deep, dark forests, right? And that we don't have to be dark every time. But, like, you know, this is what it's about. We like these environments. That's how we were made. That's part of us, right? 
And of course, they want to shut that down. You know, they want to tell us that's that's bad. Let's build a refugee centers. When here. people Let's like build us a shopping say, mall. when people like us say we love the forest, they call it eco-fascism, right? Okay, fine, whatever. Oh, exactly. I don't give a shit. Of course, no. This is what, we, and we need space, right? We don't we don't need billions of people around. We want space, right? This is what we can breathe. This is where we feel in touch with our soul. You know what I mean? This is like a spiritual experience for a lot of people. You know what yeah. I mean? And this is how we prefer to live. To be honest, it's a know. nightmare thinking of no forest oh, or no oh nature. God to run to horrific absolutely and just development every urban sprawl and shopping and with malls this whole fake green agenda they just you know. want to give you like a tiny tiny little area where you can all go and ex- experience the forest right yep, yep. exactly yeah. robo think happy friday stupid pop-up is still there of d live so we'll have to watch yes. later on red ice tv yep so what you can do is open uh dlive.tv forward slash if you can hear it i assume uh dlive.tv forward slash red eyes tv in a new browser window and presumably it will pop up there too and you can approve that dialog box or the the thing that pops up then refresh entropy and it should be gone i gave that tip wednesday and it seemed to work for some people so i'm not sure why they're doing that but we can't i can't do anything from my end from that unfortunately not at this point um okay so here's some other we talked about the antifa things here right this is actually a story from a while ago uh, and I didn't cover it yet, but this, just a quick mention, right? Uh, porn maker exposed as organizer of Portland Antifa children's photo shoot. Oh, oh how good, man. right? Here she is. And look at this. Look at, I mean, oh, you'll see the pictures. Yowzer. Right? A planned addict. Portland photo shoot for children complete with makeup and wardrobe changing is being run by an Antifa pornographer who makes, uh, makes and sells sexually explicit content. Here's some screenshots. Wardrobe coming. Uh, Coming your favorite outfit or browse the wardrobe we will have available for the photo shoot and to uh, and to take home. Photographers, kids will be partnered with a trans or queer photographer for a 30 to 45 minute photo shoot in the park. That's long. Hell are you going to do in the park? Uh, Anyway, so here's some of the uh, pictures here. I'm sorry to have to do this, but I think that they're blurred out, so you'll be, you'll be somewhat uh, spared here, right? Uh, so they obviously th- it's this uh, from Twitter to uh, TikTok to OnlyFans pipeline, right? There's like all these <laughs> things, but apparently this woman, this is pretty incredible here. Let me see if they had a number here. Uh, was it in this one? Sorry, guys. I'm, I, this story is actually from a while ago. She was making something like uh, close to. Could be wrong on this, but I think it was close to thirty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, month. something like that. And I don't uh, even know how that's possible when it, it she looks like just a junk, a dirty, yucky junkie. Uh, did you know I offer private sales outside of OnlyFans? I have over four hours of uh, worth of sex tapes and thousands of photos. Send me a DM for details. Uh, feet, kink, creator, ass, tattoos, brat, submissive. And like, and look at her uh, hair. Her it's all right greasy there. and dirty and she's all gross. And she and look, she's uh, got like these... She looks great. Looks like she's got monkeypox on the face. <clears throat> Basically, you know? it's monkeypox before oh, uh, monkeypox. There was a... I think there was a, wasn't there something about, anyway, this article goes through like the connection to all the other Antifa, the people, and people said this might even be like a, uh, what do you call it, like a, a money laundering thing, that it's actually a way that someone out there, presumably institutions or NGOs, work. yes, it's actually yeah. sending money to these like OnlyFans account and then they disseminate to Antifa people so they can like, yeah, buy things make, and resources Yeah, that would make a lot more sense. I, I mean, it's very possible, Or she's right? running drugs or something. Uh, check this one out. Uh, this is a post from her. Uh, two days ago, I found out Krem lied to my face about being STD-free. Kareem. 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 
they knowingly spread HPV. I'm luckily vaccinated and have a pap smear coming up. Oh, so this God. is a Christian Burke AA creme brulee. That's what they're about burning the br uh, brulee, right? <laughs> what was it? Oh, what was it again? No, souffle, souffle. I'm sorry. Oh, Whatever. God. Uh, he was arrested in 2020 for allegedly throwing large rocks at federal officers at a riot in Portland and was in polamorous relationship with Antifa member Kennedy Briley. Anyway, this is just crazy stuff. Yeah, here, here we go. Azar is a sex worker who makes an estimated $23,000 no a month way. on OnlyFans. Yeah, there she's definitely running some drug money or something. It's, <sighs> yeah. Look at that. Money like laundering. Dirty, it's oh, money laundering God. for something, for sure. Holy smokes. Ugh. So this is, yeah, this is, the, this is the kind of people you want around your kids. You know, totally, you know, STD-ridden uh, commies with like... Uh, but Tiana you know, Dolichov, oh my God. Big problem, big problem. It was another one. It, this one we didn't cover at the time either. Uh, South Bend teacher who moonlights as porn star eventually was fired, right? It was found out. They always, as, get, they always get rehired, though. Uh, yeah, they kind of just do this because they have to, but then they just go slip in somewhere else. And she actually worked at the Department of Defense, something called Starbase at the time. Uh, and she was eventually fired because of this expose. Uh, it was uncovered that the teacher also moonlights as a porn star selling full body nude photos of herself on the website OnlyFans. Sarah Sales also go by Sarah Jury, posted to her social media accounts that she was fired on June 27th, the day after uh, this website here uh, reached out to school regarding sales. Um, let me see what it's all. So, so, okay, the, it's like, says subscribe. It was This was open by the time we covered it, but I wanted to show these to say like, you know, and it's the same thing with that Department of, Def uh, Department of Energy weird uh, tranny. <laughs> Remember the, the, the weird guy, right? He was hired. He's like one of the highest paid, one of the highest paid federal employees. What's his name now again? Uh, to Brinton or something, Brent, Brent or Brinton, I forget what it is. This weird freak, right? But they're higher people like this. And then they're put in position where they're like, they're around kids or they're like, you know, kind of a, the uh, center in the community around where they live or something, right? And then they like do porn on the side. It's great. Okay. Great influence. Yes. As long as it's not white nationalism, you know? As yep. long as we're not teaching uh, white kids to be proud of their heritage. No, no, no. That's the, that's the worst know. thing. Saying anything uh, about Jews. In the world. Uh, all right, and then uh, big, uh, big sad here. Uh, you remember uh, Rosita, the uh, the uh, uh, the racist Rosita that wouldn't shake the hand. Well, wouldn't that's that wasn't even true. Didn't didn't shake the hand of these little black girls. Remember that story? Yeah, this the uh, uh, here's the video here as a little reminder. Cell phone video has been going viral, showing a nine second clip posted to Instagram on July 16th by Jody Brown. She's the mother of one of the girls who had their arms stretched out for a hug and high five from the character so white supremacy. In action. At the parade at yes. Sesame Place in Langhorn. The family says when their girls waved to the character and asked for a high five, they were blatantly passed over. Oh for my god. And it was all racial, of course, and it was intentional. But anyway, so this character there at Sesame Place uh, is, has now been uh, thrown off, yeah. canceled, away, d banned. <laughs> that and will the lawsuit's help. happening because now this family is going to milk it for more racism and try and get millions of dollars. That's what it's about. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember? Milk it. We showed the uh, the other one, the the Gru character, and it was like th two or three of these running right now, and these families are asking for like tens of millions of dollars from these uh, you know theme parks and stuff. This is a huge. If you can if you can somehow show up at any uh, franchise or theme park or something, and then claim something ha a racist event happened to you, you you might be a multimillionaire after that, right? That's that's it's big business, right? Um, all right. <laughs> All right, should we uh, tech, 
tackle the next one here. This is a, yeah. This is a here. So yeah. let's just uh, play the clip first. Uh, this is some good stuff here. We have Laura Loomer. Uh, uh, pushing the uh, Judeo-Christian values, right? He's she's joined the uh, the uh, Christian nationalist, the, the Judeo, I guess, because she puts emphasis on that Judeo-Christian nationalist uh, groups, and uh, also, uh, if you listen to the clip, she actually compares herself to uh, to Jesus in this clip. She basically says that to her, her going, she's a she Jesus. Her going to you know DC and getting a job here and working at the, I don't know a cab whatever she's running for Congress or Senator or whatever um, it, it's equivalent of Jesus uh, flipping over the tables of the money changers in the uh, temple yes uh, really wasn't Listen he doing to, that to uh, the Jews yeah, I mean he was a Jew wasn't he doing that for the Jews well yeah <laughs> you know it was, it was yeah it was the, it was them right he, he did it for them anyway listen to uh, this here. and as your next member of Congress you have my commitment that I am going to be your fighter. I am going to stand up for the Judeo-Christian values that our country was founded upon. Oh, good. That's uh, What are those values again? That's supporting Israel? Exactly correct. <clears throat> that's definitely mm. what it was uh, founded on. And I will fight for you. I will fight for your families. And I will fight for Christian nationalism. A little grift there, right? A little grift. Oh, my gosh. It's just all in unison. All of a sudden, it's Christian nationalism, all these different people grifting off of it. Just, Didn't we... Um, <laughs> oh, so we covered a little bit of this this idea here, right, in the latest Week in Warrior show. You know, we, we basically, we solved the pagan-Christian infighting thing in this one. And we, we, uh, we recognize both parts. So check out this show if you want to find out more about that. But we opened that segment. Uh, with that telegram from Stu Peters, where he claims that she's converted, right? Oh, she's she said, "Oh my God, she accepted the Jesus Christ." Right now, and all watching that stuff, on right? on air, Laura Loomer, Jewish, is converting over to Christianity Something and like saved that. by the blood of Jesus yeah. Christ. I was like, "No, no, this is not happening. This is bullshit." And so, I'm not sure if Stu Peters made that up or if they did have a conversation and he interpreted it that way. I don't know, but well, she had to come out. Weird too. She had to come. Yeah, she had to come out later and like, I I I never said I converted, you know, kind of thing, right? But my point is. Oh boy, is he milking and, and and like it just feels like a huge grift, right? Let's let's jump on the bandwagon, jump on that Christian Let boat me, and that Christian money, absolutely. right? And and steer it all to Israel. But as I, I you know, I can't talk for a Christian. I can't say what they. But compare, it's coming up here. But comparing yourself and saying you're like Jesus and going to flip over the is, wouldn't that be offensive to Christians? I, I would assume. But I, I don't. There's tons of boomers at this event. There's a church, and they they love they love this. It's great. Anyway, let's uh, keep playing. See? Standing ovation. Thank you. Many of you know that I'm Jewish. I was raised Jewish. I did not and, know uh, that. Thank you for letting me know that. I had no idea. Who knew? A Jewish woman. But Jesus was a Jew. Jesus is a Jew. Amen. Amen. Oh, they're just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It, you said it. Let's keep going. Was a Jew. Jesus is a Jew. And Jesus was an activist, right? Jesus was an activist who brought truth and light to people. And I find, find great inspiration through that. And just like Jesus Christ stormed the temple courts and he flipped over those tables and he held the people accountable for selling and buying in the home of the Lord. I am going to storm the United States Capitol when I am elected. What? Wait a minute. 
She's gonna store. So flipping over the tables in a, what a temple, a Jewish temple is the same, or a, yeah, I mean, it's in, the, in the temple they were doing this, right? The Jewish temple they were doing the the bank business, right? It's is the same as you storming the U.S. Capitol or like join? Why does she need to? If she gets elected, why do you have to storm it? <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Does it make sense to you? I'm gonna she's storm gonna, the Capitol and flip over the tables. She's gonna so come in elected. there and put them in their place. That's right. what she's saying. All right. Well, put your uh, put your uh, <clears throat> put your vote in, folks. Right to people and I find great inspiration through that and just like Jesus Christ stormed the temple courts and he flipped over those tables and he helped isn't this a uh, what do you call it a uh, dog whistle to like January 6th and like oh she's gonna storm the capitol again bit. and it's, uh, maybe it just wasn't the heat of the moment and all she didn't I hear think is, is her manipulating whatever. Christians here right yes the new face of uh, the new leader of Christian nationalism exactly like so many have been saying lately yes. okay let's keep going. the people accountable for selling and buying in the home of the Lord I am going to storm the United States Capitol when I am elected as your next year United States Congresswoman, and I am going to flip those tables over and hold everybody accountable who is selling out the United States of America. And go Israel. And we got uh, to push those uh, <coughs> Judeo-Christian values. What I don't understand is the people who are... America first, who know like all this Israel first garbage, but then are like, yay, Laura Loomer, you know, she's Israel first. She is. Yeah, well, she's getting some she uh, great is. endorsements here from uh, the Groypers and Nick and uh, yeah, AF and, 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 all that and, stuff. and like that whole crowd is like, women shouldn't be in politics, uh, right. <laughs> women in dissident rights shouldn't speak, and oh, let's speak truth to power to Jewish power, and then it's like, but this yes, Jewish, my Laura Jewish Loomer. woman here, you know, yeah. I don't, I, I don't get it. Thank you, Nick Fuentes, for the amazing endorsement and kind comments about my campaign on your fabulous show, America First, tonight. Uh, keep up the great work. I can't wait to speak at AFPAC 4 when I'm officially Congresswoman Laura Loomer. Oh, you I would like AFPAC. I'm sorry. Uh, I would like to reserve the title of uh, hashtag Congressional Groiper. I don't care what anyone says. I love Nick Fuentes. I don't have have to agree with a person 100% to love them. We agree on 95% of the issues. He's my ally in the fight to save America, and he deserves to have his voice platformed and heard. I don't care about optics. I'm not an optics cuck, and I never will be. Anyone who cares about optics is super sus. All right, there you go. And by the way, I've been seeing a lot of them use the term sus <clears throat> lately. It's like they just pick it up, and they all start using the same terminology right away, you know. Yeah, the sussy yeah, squad. She's, she's, she's not sus at all there, <clears throat> right? Some of the I, I big th- events that I she's been to and the people that she's rubbed shoulders with. And now it's like, is this a whole other level to like controlled opposition and infiltration or what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinating with these uh, with these formation of alliances <laughs> while there's like this infighting on like something. I don't know. I, look, I don't care. I don't not get liking it. Go ahead. pagans, not liking people like us. But then Laura Loomer gets a pass. I just I, I don't know. Go, All right. Well, go right ahead. Go, go right ahead. It's going to be it's <laughs> Have gonna fun be great. with that. Yes. It's going to be great with that. for you. That's going to go, go far. Yeah. I just, it's just this, 
I just get this like vehemently like insincere, you know, like vibe around us that is just like hitching your uh, cart, right? Or what do you call it? Your bag hitching onto the bandwagon or what do you call it? Hitching your cart to whatever latest thing is popping up and like, and then like using, like you're saying, like your your Jesus in the temple by going to Congress and uh, calling out corruption and stuff. I, 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 I Look, I don't know what goes on in the, in the head of some of these people, but I would be, I've heard less uh, things that are l like less uh, severe in the comparison and people are offended by that right in this case no it's fine yeah right. gotta trust yep. your gut and my gut's like uh no <laughs> nothing so. good's gonna come here and I she probably won't so. get in anyway and then people say see see that means she's real i mean she's authentic yeah all right well good Not luck uh, you know that it's uh it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be a circus for sure. That's uh, that's how the circus continues. In a way, you could kind of say it, it kind of ties into the whole Trump thing a little bit, right? People will still hitch their wagon to Trump and the Trump train and stuff. And even there, it's like I mean, look, it was fun back in 2016. It was invigorating. It was something new. It was fun. He had all the right enemies and stuff. But it's like he blew it. They had the House. They had a uh, Congress. Not, basically, nothing happened. They moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Whoa, great. Um, you know, the Israeli embassy, the U.S. embassy in Israel to uh, Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. Okay, great. Um, he did the bidding of a bunch of these people around him, of course, right? Did good things for them. Why didn't he pardon the January 6 uh, people? Why did he push the COVID vaccine, right? He's still to this day, it's like, oh, it's the greatest thing. I saved lives by pushing the vaccine. Like, I, it's there's like nothing with this guy that's interesting anymore. And I was going to run in 2024. And it's this whole new, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. I don't see what the draw is. He had a chance. No, this time he'll really, he's really going to show him this time. Now he's really going to drain the swamp, right? And he's going to be, I mean, the, the whole thing with the FBI here and stuff. I mean, that's a lot that's given him more credibility than he could ever do on his own, right? Again, all the right enemies are lining up to, and on a silver platter, giving him this opportunity right by tr in unjustly and it, and it is unjustly it's being unjustly treated yes obviously right i'm not saying that it's right or anything i'm just saying this has been a gift to him and i find that very interesting as this circus between the the democrats and republicans continue right Jimmy Fallon says, I think it's because they share the same enemies. That's why they like her. But the stuff Loomer has been saying does raise red flags. It does sound like a huge grift. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of grifting going on right now on this whole, whole Christian nationalist yeah. scene. Yeah, yep. Okay, so um, speaking about that or adjacent to that, uh, I guess in a certain way, check, speaking about grifts or, or I guess shifting blame, I guess we could say here too. Uh, check out this little clip here. New PBS documentary. Uh, is coming out and uh, yeah let's just uh, listen hi i'm sarah botstein our newest film the u.s and the holocaust examines the events leading oh, good, up to one? and during About this tragic time. period dispelling the myths that the american people were entirely ignorant of what was happening to the jews in europe or that everyone looked on with callous indifference i hope you can watch here on wyes sunday night at seven on wyes you're looking forward to that? I'll be tuning in. Put it in my calendar. So basically, uh, blame uh, blame America. No one is uh, innocent uh, when it comes to this. Everyone is guilty. And I mean, there's a more clips adjacent to this. Speaking of the kind of the same topic here. So let's another shakedown to... of Americans, maybe for some kind of a Holocaust reparations, because Germany. Well, they're already a... getting a lot of money. Well, of right? course Israel, they are. So, yeah. Of course they are. They didn't bomb the gas chambers, and they didn't bomb the the, the tracks leading into the death camp. Um. And truth be told, truth be told, the Allies didn't care. Let's. And we know that the failure. Oh uh, shit! Sorry about that. 
<laughs> Why can't they normalize the audio just slightly at least? Okay, let's let's hear that again. Let's see what he says here. This is from Gratz College, I guess, the guy speaking. And we know that the failure of the free world, the failure of the free world to say to displaced, stateless Jewish people that you can come and stay in our society, even in temporary refuge, is one of the big contributing factors to the mass slaughter of Jews by the Nazi genocide machine. So what I've, of course, as far as I understand the situation, even official history, even if you take official record official history, they didn't know about this until afterwards, right? Isn't that the, hasn't that been the official history all this time, right? Then of course you can drill down and you can question that, but but putting that to the side for now, even that it was like, they, they led them around afterwards and oh, look at what they did here, right? And all the, you know, bodies were there and stuff and look at all these shoes and look at all these, uh, the clothing here or whatever, right? Um, but no, 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 you, if you can blame them for something that they didn't know apparently at the time, why not? So anyway, tune in. Uh, PBS here coming up. A great new series, uh, The U.S. and the Holocaust. <laughs> so anyway, look out for that, folks. I'm sure it will be a uh, be a, a, a banger, as I say. Jeez. Friends of Mary Fagan says, <clears throat> when the Zionists try to make the rest of the world believe that the new national consciousness of the Jews will be satisfied by the establishment of a Jewish state in Palestine, the Jews thereby adieu. Is this a, this is a quote? Who is this a quote? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. When the I think it was cut off. Of so like the the rest of the code is isn't oh. there. Oh, adopt another means to dupe the simple-minded Gentile. Oh, there it is. Rest yeah. came in. The, thank yeah. you, uh, friend of Mary Fagan. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean you you have the um, transfer agreement. You even have I forget which rabbi it was, but they were talking about uh, you know when this war is over, when it's I'm paraphrasing, or when it's said and done. Uh, when we come to the table of ne the negotiation table, we basically have to show that we have like had we, we we've spilt blood here, right? That we've been roped into this, we've been victims of this, and so to get something out of the situation, we gotta kind of present that we've been victimized. And yeah, stuff exactly. There's quotes like that. Cut free zone says, so there you go. Even if you defeat the Nazis, you are still evil, right? Seems like we should right. stop trying to please them. Yeah, yeah. it's like that. Uh, who was that again? I think he's more on Gab now. I forget his name, but it's a classic tweet. And, I mean, I, obviously, I don't agree with like the whole the whole premise overall is is faulty. But if you look at official history, like uh, the tweet was something like showing the uh, American forces uh, landing on uh, Normandy Beach, right, D-Day, storming the the beaches, of, uh, you know, in France, uh, other places, uh, and they're saying. My grand, he said, my grandfather didn't go and die like in you know in uh, Europe or whatever, or go go and get shot at, and kill Nazis just to come back home and you know preserving his uh, opinions, political views, and and just to be called a Nazi a few decades later, right? For for holding those views, and that's kind of true at least from an official historical point of view that like they think they're showing like American troops is some kind of Antifa force. Have you seen those? You've seen the, <laughs> those memes that they're having, right? The the uh, the comparison, right? Oh, the, you know, the first Antifa was like American soldiers defeating Nazism. And it's like, it had nothing to do with that. And these people had mm -hmm. no, I mean, they were bamboozled to a lot of extent too, but they had no similarities when it comes to your opinions or anything like that, that you hold today, you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. All right. Uh, oh, Cuck Free Zone asks, is entropy being blocked? No. It's not. It's working. It should be fine. I think so. Yeah, I think. Uh, let me see. It could be that you are just experiencing the uh, the uh, the dialogue box. So if you can hear hear the stream or, or watching somewhere else, 
Uh, go to dlive.tv slash TV. open that page, and it might get you to like approve a dialog box. It might, it's asking you for like new terms or conditions or something like that. So if you approve that, you should be able to refresh Entropy, and that I think will go away, and you can watch the stream through there. So that might work for you, if, as long as you can hear the stream. Uh, all right, thank you, Card Freeson, appreciate that. So, so Trump. Yes, so let's talk a little bit about this. I, I didn't want to be long-winded about this, but I wanted to cover it a little bit. Uh, and basically, Trump's unhinged enemies, right? They have basically given him uh, this win, essentially, on a, on a silver platter. They've, they've afforded him more credibility and sympathy than anyone have had in a long time. Uh, of course, his opposition is is are crazy individuals. They're lunatics. The, these progressive leftist Democrats, they're insane. Uh, but it's, but still, I I I think there's <laughs> plenty of problem with the other side as well here, as as we've talked about. Um, would Trump be marginally better? Sure, oh, sure, great. That that's true, right? But I mean, again, all the censorship essentially begun and 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 you know took off under Trump. The vaccine thing under Trump, he didn't really do anything about replacement. The border thing didn't really stop. He said things like we're going to have more immigration than ever, like weird things like this. Uh, so I'm down with the guy, but you might not be, and that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, if you like the guy and want to vote for him and do your campaign, sure, go ahead, you know. But I'm no, I'm down with the guy. So anyway, so the FBI searched his uh, Mar-a-Lago home. You guys know the story. This has been everywhere. I've seen crazy tweets uh, from all his right enemies on the op opposing side. I mean, going off in the most crazy stuff. And they're like, you know, Trump is back in the news. And oh, my God, they, he's holding nuclear codes. And he's going to, you know, he's going to murder everybody, right? I mean, in to total lunacy, right? So... Uh, now, they're saying that the FBI raid on Donald Trump's residence was partially based on suspicions of violations of the U.S. Espionage Act related to the illegal retention of sensitive defense documents, according to at least one of the uh, documents I saw, the, the, the warrant, right? And here's some of the... Um, Again, I haven't gone through this with a, like a fine-tooth comb yet, uh, but this is one of the documents that was um, uh, kind of re receipt for property, basically, during the se uh, seized documents in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and as you can see in the description of items, you can pause that if you want to go through and see what it is, but a lot of like handwritten notes, uh, there, there's uh, book, uh, book labels, miscellaneous secret documents, tons of different boxes that they've uh, uh, gotten right from him. Uh, here's the second page of that receipt for property. Again, you can pause it if you want to go through in more detail. And um, let me see if I can go to the next one here. The next thing was, of course, Garland coming out and uh, kind of explaining himself. I think this is from today. I don't think this was yesterday. We can just play that real uh, quick so you can kind of get an idea of what he said. Uh, and again, just a bunch of bullshit and lies as usual. Garland, uh, people have said, uh, the Attorney General basically has a huge chip on his shoulder when it comes to Trump, right? He was he was to be one of the guys that's going to be uh, sitting on the Supreme Court by now, right? If Hillary had gotten in, someone like Ruth Bader Ginsburg would have le led way for someone like Garland, right? So he's kind of got the pe petty pity price, I guess, from Biden and his administration. So he, be he became the Attorney General. And he wanted that seat, I've, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of rumored right on the back end. Like he wanted to be uh, the next uh, uh, Supreme Court uh, judge and sitting on that bench and to, for the rest of his life. So he's very upset and he's, of course, willingly playing ball uh, in trying to hurt Trump as much as possible. But anyway, this is what he uh, said here after the uh, search. And the, you saw the thing about the raid too, right? Oh, what even is a raid? No, no, it wasn't a raid. This is totally legal. What even is, you know, they, they try. And I'm not even joking. Like I said Wednesday, 
I'm sure the wiki page have been locked and, and you can't edit it now where they've, they've updated it according to what the new definition is. And yes, that actually did happen. I was, I was just making fun of it, but no, that actually happened. Anyway, here's uh, uh, the weirdo here, uh, Garland. Good afternoon. Since I became attorney general, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now, the Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. And of course, the uh, judge that approved this was actually tied to Epstein. I talked about that Wednesday. It's literally like a, a pedophile judge that approved this. Again, it was like voting. Uh, it was a, he donated to Obama during his campaign. So it's all a little incestuous circles of these uh, absolutely corrupt people here. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. <laughs> Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear, They or love favor. law and order now. Oh, Under yeah. my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. <laughs> Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, long-standing department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. Anyway, you get the idea. Just blah, 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 blah. And they're trying to be like, you know, kind of, uh, what do you call it, pave it over, essentially, like with, you know, legal terms and, oh, everything was lawful and it was legal and, and they the had a chance to see this and, oh, it's all law and order and blah, blah, blah. This is just a huge, you know, farce essentially this is like a joke uh, <laughs> joke nation doing shit like this right uh, they're not supposed to do this but this is what they're doing anyway no no other presidents have been treated like this right and of course again that lends amazing you know credibility to trump and i think it's advent you know this is a very good opportunity for for him for that reason and even some of the other uh, i mean republicans that were not that were like anti-trump before kind of like came to his side here and to, to, to not to his rescue but they're like this is, uh, you know, this is a cr crazy, like, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm the, some of them, I, I forget who it was, but if someone was like, you know, I've been anti-Trump, but this is going too far, like, we, I'm, I'm, I'm all in now, he's, pr I'm pro-Trump, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and then even some Democrats were like, I'm afraid that this is way too much, uh, he, we're giving him a win here, right? 
Anyway, so the attorney would have to play this clip. She was speaking, his attorney, Trump's uh, lawyer, rather, about how they oversaw this in New York, right, because of the security footage that they had and stuff. Someone said that they had shut that down, but he had a secondary one, blah, 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 all these things, right? But the interesting thing is, well, why did they do it? What, what are they after, right? Um, Politico's latest said FBI search warrant shows Trump under investigation for potential obstruction of justice, espionage act violations, <laughs> right? So it, someone said they're just trying to get, you know, get him on anything they can, obviously. And someone even said, uh, he had initially said, Garland, that the search was uh, narrow, right? It was, this is a very narrow investigation. It's very specific. But then, of course, if you look at some of the documentation uh, of, you know, of them detailing what property is to be seized, said that they wanted any government and or presidential records created between January 20th, 2017 and January 20th, 2021, right? And it goes on for that. That's kind of broad, wouldn't you say? What is that? That's uh, like a year, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a year. This is, that's four years, sorry. Uh, that's four years. Any document, right, between that. But it's, no, it's just a very narrow uh, investigation, right? They took like napkins with handwritten notes on it, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? This is how absurd it is, right? Um, so, and then there was something with nuclear uh, secrets and uh, like all these kind of, you know bizarre things and trump apparently said uh, all documents seized by fbi were declassified and they had to all they had to do was to ask basically ask just ask for it and you you shall receive right that's what what, what is what he said and so then in response to that someone had said that this was intentional he was basically he wanted them to find these documents in order to like kind of plant them to set here as many have suggested it looks like this was a way for trump to inject this is like some oh he's playing 40 chat i have no idea about this i'm just saying what i saw what some people are talking about and said this was an attempt for trump to inject evidence which explains why he's ever so eager for the fbi to release these documents right that's what they're asking for now trump wanted them to find these documents it was a trap i saw you know a few posts from the uh, you know, the MAGA crowd on uh, Telegram. I'm not sure if that's true, but uh, if it is, he's playing like uh, 40 chess. He's back on the 40 chess. It's like we're back in 2015 again all of a sudden, right? Uh, but of course, that didn't stop the lunatics, uh, completely unhinged people here. <laughs> Look at this. ABC's general hospital star, Nancy Lee Gron, urges the FBI to dig up Ivana Trump. Like, why should we even care about this lady? Well, like, we shouldn't, but uh, this is how un unhinged matter? they are, right? Uh, they're urging the FBI to dig up the body of Ivana Trump, claiming in an insane tweet that the former president hid classified documents in the casket. If you go to the tweet, someone even posted the image underneath, right? So here's her tweet. Um, I know you don't need advice from a soap star. Yeah, so shut up. <laughs> but having been in 10 or 10,000 implausible storylines in my 37 years, may I recommend digging up Ivana? Clearly, it didn't take 10 pal bears. not a soap bears, opera, lady. Oh, my gosh. 10 pal bears to carry a liposuction 73-year-old who me thinks was in the weight in classified documents. So this was <laughs> like, she was cremated. What's in the casket? Oh this is how gosh. far they're going. Like they're thinking like every, it's a, you know, my God, they're covering up. It's a conspiracy, everything. This is honey. This is why it's fun to watch the other side, but it's literally the lowest hanging of fruit, right? And of course, then Breitbart goes on. Oh, the fascist FBI, right?
Nolte over at uh, Breitbart. Uh, Republican support for Trump hits record high, which is, you know, just what I say, after fascist FBI raids. So that's right. The FBI are fascist. That's the that's the take here. And it's a fascist move, not a commie move, not a shitlid move, not a, uh, a lunatic Democrat move. No, it's a they still think they're move. they're sticking it to the left somehow. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of what I have on that. It's the, 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 there's more you could talk about this, but it's a big circus. The stage is being set for not only the midterms now coming up, but 2024. And we're going to be in this loop and hamster wheel again. And round and round we go. And while nothing happens and shit just gets worse and worse, people put their faith in these politicians and think it's going to be great. Again, 2016, it was great. It was something new, fresh, hip, cool. Let's try it out. Why not? Right. But now I, I just what's the draw, to be honest? What is the draw? What what what? Maybe marginal positive things he could do, right? Dog Whistler says, not a Trump fan, but the raid was BS. Yes, it was. And now listen to Joe Scarborough, MSNBC, hoping that Garland and the law should go after conservatives and fascists and news anchors who are using reckless and irresponsible rhetoric and other blah, 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 January 6th. Yeah, and they're even yeah. sticking the IRS on them, right? Ugh. Yeah, the uh, let me play that again. I played it Wednesday, but this is a perfect example of how the media is rigging the narrative around this. They're connecting January 6th with Charlottesville because it's now five years after Charlottesville. It's white supremacy. These people are terrorists. They're going to do... I even saw the comparisons on MSNBC to Timothy McVeigh, right? There's a, there's a chance now after this raid that we're going to see federal buildings being blown up and it's QAnon and it's terrorist and white domestic terrorism and all this crazy stuff. That's all symbols of white supremacy anyway and you guys wanted to tear it down, so... Check, yeah, exactly. Ch- uh, check out this clip here. This is a compilation. This is like local news media when they're being handed a script probably from intelligence services straight down listen to this here tell abc news there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon related forums sources say there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon related forums sources also telling abc news there's been a strong reaction from some extreme groups online including QAnon and other groups there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon related forums including those that were active before january 6th. Including those that were active prior to January 6th. Including those that were active prior to January 6th. Involved in the January 6th insurrections. Including those that were active prior to the January 6th riot. Some have been calling for violence and even a civil war. Some of them include calls for violence and even a civil war. Some of them include calls for violence in online forums and even civil war. This was the top comment on the search on the pro-Trump site, The Donald, last night. Quote, lock and load with references to a civil war. Talking very violently about civil war. Searches for civil war spikes. They're talking about civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. This is the kind of violent. Silver war. Well, it's going to be not a given a script war. at all. No, no, no. Of course not. And you know, again, Wednesday, but totally it, organic. Just a little refresher and reminder. After that, Trump released this kind of. It looks like a campaign video in the wake of this. Literally, just hours after, almost like it was planned, right? I mean, you just yes, you could throw this together fairly quick, and maybe they had something in the works already, and they just tweaked it to fit this particular event or whatever, right? But it was black and white and him speaking about how, you know, bad things is in America. And of course, all of this is true. It's not not that it's not true. Uh, but then basically, he's the, the the savior now, right? That's how they're pitching Trump. He's going to be a messiah. He's going to come in and fix America again. He's going to save it. The video transitions over to, you know, color in the end. It's inspiring. And of course, people uh, highlighted as well that even the music that he actually used was basically a QAnon theme, if you will, right? Uh, here's the video. We don't have to play the audio of this. Let me go forward a bit. 
uh, someone did a Shazam, right? They, they analyzed the audio and stuff like that on the video. And it, ca- it came out to the uh, Where We Go One, We Go All is the name of the track by Richard Feelgood. So they're playing on this as well. That's what I'm saying, right? They're, they're, they're kind of toying a little bit with QAnon. And maybe they're like, you know, he has some campaign directors like, well, that could be beneficial and, you know, get drop little seeds and lure them. Who knows what they're thinking, right? But the point is, it feels like it's very kind of contrived and, and, and it's very um, theatrical, you know, kind of how the, the, they're doing their part while Trump is doing his part. You know, best case scenario, he'll, you know, win and he'll do marginally a couple of good things. Worst case scenario, it might be much worse than that. We'll, we'll just have Real to quick, see. Jimmy Fowl yes. says, gee, uh, in relation to the news clip that you played there, gee, maybe it's because the libtards are starting a civil war that we become so interested. Yes, exactly. Right, of course, right. They're pretending they're, oh, they're totally innocent. They're not the ones who've been warring, been at war with us all these uh, years, right? Um, all right, so then this happened too. Let me do this. Uh, and I saw Cuckfree Zone there, by the way, too. Appreciation shekels. Thank you, Cuckfree Zone. Yes, very, thank you very for kind that. Of you. Thank you. Uh, good to see you as always. Um, so this happened. And again, is it genuine? Obviously, people would be generally, uh, g- genuinely uh, upset and angry after something like this. But then you also have to think about the convenience, right, of, of what, I'm sa- what am I getting in here? That what if they're playing us? What if they're trying to play the opposition to this lunatic Democrat side to make people angry, to rile them up, to make them look like terrorists, paint them out to be these you know bad people? And then, of course, they do so, so much dumb shit that people basically can't contain themselves. And maybe they do a dumb shit and they get angry and they want a civil war and all that stuff. Well, then they are handed kind of what they And again, I'm not saying don't fight back, don't do anything. But I'm just saying, think about that. They're like painting people into a corner, essentially. So now, allegedly... Uh, an armed man, man tried to enter the uh, FBI office in Cincinnati. He entered with a car chase, I believe. He had some a, a nail gun, uh, they reported initially, with him. He fired at uh, either people in the building or outside of the building. He had an AR-style weapon with him, entered with a car chase, and eventually he was actually shot and killed after a standoff with police. Uh, I guess let's just play a little bit of this here. So again, this could be a sting op, this could be a gay op, uh, but it might be might be real as well. Treated with another ad, yes, of course we are. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so the, the, be wary of that, right? That they are, they they are trying to kind of hype up the other side and the opposition so they can be given what they want as the excuse to do like the final crackdown and put like any remote conservative individual in a camp or something. After police say a man like armed with an AR-15 yeah. style, Sorry, you can't hear that. So okay, okay go ahead, go ahead. So, like, yep. if Trump wins and then, you know, he does his four years and then he gets out of office and someone else comes in and then they want revenge for all the things that he did again, right? No, and I, then it's even more hardcore afterwards? Or what I you think the, the idea is to to run Trump's campaign, but the other side is probably not going to concede. But what they claim Trump would do in 2020 after they stole the election is what they'll actually do. So if Trump actually goes on to win, despite them trying to, you know, vote rig and fraud and all that stuff... They will not concede the office and they will basically say that, no, th- these are terrorists. So these people, they're QAnon, white supremacist terrorists. They're dangerous. We have to save democracy. We can't hand over the, the keys to the White House to Trump. And this will create a, such a strong opposition and hatred and antagonism that they'll get their little uh, civil war, right, that they want. That, you know, that's one uh, possible outcome. Okay. Let's play a little bit. So more now on the deadly standoff in Ohio after police say a man armed with an AR-15 style weapon tried to enter the FBI Cincinnati field office on social media accounts bearing the man's name 
include p- politically violent posts encouraging people white supremacy to go to gun and pawn shops to quote get whatever you need to be ready for combat with us now cnn senior law enforcement analyst and former deputy director of the fbi and this is very serious business here folks mccabe and phil mudd is back with us as well andy i just want oh good phil mudd one of the greats <laughs> I want to start with you and again, we're still learning more about what happened in Ohio, but there are these... We're, still, we're, we're just reading the press releases from the FBI now, so, you know, to, not that you should take it with a grain of salt, of course, but just uh, bear with us as we are given more information from the intelligence services of what really happened. Possible links to everything else that has happened this week, your view. John, it's just such an incredibly potent example of the state of the threat in this country right now and how easily that threat of political violence can be accessed by Donald Trump. See, see, see what I'm getting at here? We, to save democracy, we cannot hand over the White House mm-hmm. for another four years of Trump, right? That's the narrative and directed by him. And I think that's what we saw yesterday. Assuming the investigation bears out that this individual's motive was in fact to attack the FBI, he made uh, statements immediately following, began these statements immediately following um, the search warrant at Mar-a-Lago on Monday. So, you know, this is what uh, counterterrorism experts and observers uh, and folks like myself have been talking about for months. Donald Trump has an amazing amount of influence over people who harbor these sorts of beliefs when he baselessly floats out an allegation, as he did on Monday, about the FBI possibly planting evidence uh, in his residence, which we all know there's been absolutely zero proof uh, produced for that. He knows that 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 can have an incredibly inspiring effect on people who harbor these extreme beliefs and and compel them to move to take violent action. It is incredibly dangerous. All right. All right. On an all new episode sure. of United. Oh, him again. Good. All right. Anyway, so you, you you see how they're painting this. You see what's happening. You see how the nat- these narratives are now writing themselves essentially. And again, anger is justified. Uh, I'm not saying like oh, therefore they're trying to rope rope uh, conservatives in so they should just sit on your hands. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying. They love to play this little game. This, the stage is set and the, the circus is on. So butter up your popcorn because it's going to be a great show, right? All right. So <laughs> here's the next one then. Let me see if I can can I get this done. Here we go. Uh, Charlottesville was a template for the January 6th insurrection. Donald Trump's unwillingness to condemn white supremacy in 2017 presaged, is that, is that a presaged maybe, <laughs> incitement of the deadly U.S. Capitol attack. And then there's the photo, the uh, obligatory photo of the car accident, right? Of the murder at Charlottesville. Do you see how this, you know, how they're spinning this now? It's Charlottesville five years ago. It's January 6th. It's Trump. It's all these conservatives, blah, blah, blah. Charlottesville, white supremacists. I don't want to read any of this garbage, but just know how they're spinning the narrative, right? Uh, and there's more of this too. Check out this. How do we police and prosecute white supremacy? There's one major legal hurdle that makes it difficult. How can we, we can't can murder we, people yet. That's the big legal hurdle, right? Can, can we just, just arrest them right just, away, right? That, that's what this is. Um, yeah, they talk about Patriot Front in the beginning here. Let me scroll down a bit. I want to read a, 
specific like portion. The, like Patriot Front is the biggest threat in America today. I mean, come on. Yeah. So they're complaining on that, blah, blah, blah. Then they say, the challenge, says legal scholars, is simple, albeit maddening for those who want a more muscular response against groups that openly preach hate against people of color, Jews, gay people, and others. And of course, this would mean if you don't 100% bow down to the gay agenda uh, and the anti-white replacement agenda, you're preaching agenda, hate against them, yes. You don't, uh, you know, blow, do, do blow jobs on these people and, 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 and lick them up and down, you're, you're part of the problem. And we're going to come for you, right? The First Amendment casts a wide legal net. Oh, no, no. They point out protecting offensive speech from law enforcement. Hate is as American as apple pie, says Harvey Silverglate, a Cambridge criminal defense and civil liberties attorney. And as far as the Constitution is concerned, hate speech has the same legal standard as love speech. That's right. Suck on that. Bitches. You can't do anything about it. Yeah, and anytime you, we use love speech, love for our own people, they view that as hate speech. Of right? course. So it's, it can yeah. be interpreted in different ways, obviously. As the saying goes, <laughs> uh, they anything they uh, they hate, uh, they deem hate speech. That's just how simple it is, right? So if we do something that's beneficial to us, well, that's hate, hate speech. And they're trying desperately to control, to shut down, to stop, to censor and ban. And of course, many times they are successful, but it's not nearly good enough, according to these people. They should just... If you have the wrong opinion, uh, if you're a member of Patriot, for, as far as they're concerned, they should just legally be able to come and round you up and put you in a camp, right? That's what they want. That's what these pieces want. How do we how do we stop these people? How do we go after them? Oh, this it's this problem with the Constitution and the First Amendment. Can we can we somehow do away with this? This uh, the discussions now. Anyway, we don't have to read much more of this. This is just like. Oh, it's inside. It's going to lead to violence. Therefore, we should be able to stop them and just shut everything down. But well, look at that. Right Prosecuting now you local white supremacy. What does that even mean? Like for their thoughts or them yes. existing or like, like what? Explain. All of it. It's all of it. All of it. And, and they go through some of that in the article. But it's basically like if you say You're something. You're white and you don't hate yourself. Yeah, and all I your mean, people, then you're white supremacists. We know this. As we know, legal documentations and stuff, or I should say. Uh, documentations that have been submitted to like congressional records and stuff like that. Like, how do we define pro being being a white nationalist is to be pro-white, and being pro-white basically means uh, if you don't hate yourself, and that's now being co-joined or linked with uh, terrorism. terrorism and domestic uh, domestic extremist groups essentially. All right. Do you want to do a couple of uh, those, Sarah? Yeah, let's see. Glenn the Chinaman. Sorry, I missed this one earlier when we were playing the uh, U.S. Uh, the new U.S. Holocaust film there. A survey done during the war revealed that Americans would rather lose the war, World War II, than give equality to blacks. Very anti-fascist indeed. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, thanks for that comment. That's the stuff I've talked about like that. The opinions was like not even at all compared. They're trying to say that these were like some commies lining up and shooting, you know, Germans or whatever, you know. Anyway, it's it's silly. Dog Whistler. Meantime, Anthony Fauci is probably getting jealous that Merrick Garland is taking the spotlight away from him on CNN. Yep. Uh, to Tony, time to cue time to cue a new pandemic. Yeah, we'll see about that. Well, I mean, they've already declared monkeypox uh, an emergency. It's a global health concern, right? So they might run with that. We'll have to see what happens. But yeah, uh, and don't don't forget uh, the the vaccine injuries are still uh, still just picking up steam. You know, we haven't seen the full consequence of that yeah. yet. So uh, it's happening. Uh, we could play this one too. Speaking of, you know, because we we we'll randomly play clips like this, and of course it's it, it's maybe it's a little silly just playing one or whatever. But if you compo compound them over all the many shows that we do, it makes more sense because it paints a broader picture. But it's this continuous like 
white supremacy. Them marching is the problem. However, the kind of violence we're going to see in this video is not racially motivated, and really, we shouldn't have a discussion about that. Here we go. So, random uh, employee here at a Wendy's, uh, a black employee of Wendy's, is punching a 67-year-old white customer uh, in the face. Here we can see this is how the supposed con confrontation begins here, or the, the assault. He takes his order, and he just goes and sucker punch the, the old guy right in the face. But uh, marching and having opinions that we don't like, uh, that's the big problem. Not uh, black on white violence. Let's not have a discussion about that, right? All right. So, one more I want to... Actually, let me take a couple of these on Odyssey here. Oh, and Rumble, too. I forgot Rumble. Hey, good to see you, man. Thank you so much. Uh, Loki's lad, really appreciate it. Two big donos. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We appreciate it. Veritas6464 over on Rumble. Locust Lad also uh, goes by um, uh, Resident Revolt. That's right. I, <laughs> three names I got for you now, but thank you. Is that woohoo? Made it. Uh, I'm, it's time to watch live. Uh, that's good. Thank you for joining us live. By the way, Loomer is a fraud and JC was not a Judah, Judahite. Next week, I'll have some groovy for you guys to pursue. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Looking forward to it. And another one here then from um, Loki Slide as well. Uh, when patriots, patriots aren't organized an insurrection, uh, let me say, patriots aren't organizing an insurrection, the FBI has to. LOL. The left are so pathetic. Yes, that basically they do it for you. And of course, as we saw in the insurrection, that's what they were doing, right? They were running countless of gay ops and informants and agents in there that if you can't create the uh, if, if the terrorism isn't there that you're so desperately need to push a political narrative and to uh, basically criminalize your political opposition well then they create them they invent them they make them up right that's how it goes thank you so much locus lad very kind of you very generous generous appreciate that big supporter thank you all right let me do a couple of these on odyssey here so we don't miss these two uh, let me see here. I think, is it uh, Life at All? This is from a little earlier, saying, uh, our kids deserve better. Vouchers are the only way out. I think, is that the school vouchers? Isn't that what it is? Like a uh, certain school system, I think you're talking about. Uh, but uh, regardless, you're definitely right. Thank you. Um, Ziofree says, the Judeo-Christian values that takes USA money under the guise of Christianity and support a apartheid system that persecutes Palestinians, Christians, and the IOF that killed the journalist uh, Shireen Abu Alek. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, that's what's so amazing about that. Like, if you had Israeli any kind of equivalent Israeli policies in the U.S., it would be like, oh my, like we have to bomb these people you know, to remove them from power. Over there is fine, and you can donate however much money you want and support that system as long as they do it, right? They can build walls. They can just like imprison and uh, you know capture their you know un, un, uh, inconvenient refugees and stuff like that. It's crazy. Uh, another one here from Zyofri says, um, there's a quote here from Rabbi Reichhorn, I think. I don't think I've read this one before. We are the Jews harvest for with them we wipe out the christians and get control of their gold we have already <laughs> killed a hundred million of them and the end is not yet so apparently i i, I haven't read that quote but that's apparently that's chief rabbi of france uh said that back in 1859 uh rabbi reichhorn i haven't heard it but uh get, <laughs> get a look at look that one up uh, another one here from Zyafri says, Fear, white supremacists, Nazis, Oath Keepers, they're everywhere. Are you afraid? Great time for a false flag operation so that the Democrats can steal more of our rights. That's right. And one more here from Zyafri says, The nail gun belonged to a... Oh, the um, 
the supposed nail gun of the uh, guy there that uh, attacked the FBI building in Cincinnati, Cincinnati. That belonged to a worker at a Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, that's funny. Uh that happens. Uh, what happens? Democracy under attack. Uh, our tax dollars at work. Thank you. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Okay. So uh, a couple of last stories here, guys, before we wrap up for today. As I said, not 100%. So thank you for bearing with me. Uh, if I'm a bit slow or can't uh, talk, I'm a bit sluggish all day. So anyway, thank you, guys. Uh, I think these are important stories, though. And the World Economic Forum came out with yet another one of these. Right? We've seen them talk about mis- and disinformation in the wake of the uh, COVID pandemic. And now they want to employ artificial intelligence as a kind of an addition to human intelligence to deal with what they call online abuse. So this was an article that was up yesterday on the World Economic Forum. People were reposting it, they were sharing it, they were referencing it. And so immediately they had to do an update where they said, please be aware that this article has been shared on websites that <laughs> routinely misrepresent content and yeah, spread they're just calling out what you're saying. <laughs> we ask Goldberger. you to note the following. The con- and then so they have to dismiss, right, the deflect, right? <laughs> oh, it's just the opinion of the author. It's not what we believe at the World Economic Forum. Well, sure. why do you publish it then? Oh, we just a wide range of uh, you know ideas. If they wouldn't have gotten this shit thrown at them for an article like this, they would have been, wouldn't have said a thing like this. Anyway, this air with 63% of the world's population online, the internet is a mirror of society. It speaks all languages, contains every opinion, and hosts a wide range of sometimes unsavory individuals. As the internet has evolved, so has the dark world of online harms. Trust and safety teams. The teams typically found within an online platform responsible for removing abusive content and enforcing platform policies are challenged by an ever-growing list of abuses, sh- such as child abuse. Well, you don't. Ta- if you actually would have want to tackle that, you could have done that. But you're they using don't. They let that go all the time. Every time. They use that as the excuse to censor, and, and then they don't do anything about it. Extremism. Yeah, we know what that is. Disinformation, hate speech, and fraud and increasingly advanced actors misusing platforms in unique ways. (laughs) The solution, however, is not as simple as hiring another room full of content moderators. Because you remember what happened at Facebook? Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? They got red-pilled. They were converted. They actually (laughs) looked at these memes all day long. And they actually and they're like, it makes sense oh now. They, it clicked for them. And this they realized we cannot rely on humans. We have to you have to use deep machine learning to figure this out and to crush our enemies online. Anyway, you want to say? Something? Yeah, I mean, Shall this I? is something they've been working on for a long time, right? It kind of reminds me of, was it White Rabbit's piece, a Johnny Racist? Yeah. That a robot that's going around and policing everyone. I mean, that's ultimately what they want. What was it like electro shocks or something like that too? <laughs> like if you said the wrong thing, it was like yeah. maybe that was another one. I, I confuse it. Uh, and they say here, but uh, and also they don't want to build yet another block list. We need you know something smarter, without a profound familiarity with different types of abuse. What they're talking about is people are circumventing these uh, uh, filters and block things by being creative and they're using different terminology. They invent new terminology, right? That's a big problem because that, then it remains online for a period of time until they figure that out. And on, an understanding of hate group verbiage, fluence, fluency in terrorist languages, was that English? And nuanced comprehension of disinformation campaigns, trust and safety teams can only scratch the surface. 
A more sophisticated approach is required. By uniquely combining the power of innovative technology, off-platform intelligence collection, and the prowess of subject matter experts who understands how threat actors operate. So that's someone who shares a, uh, your grandma that sh shares a based meme on Facebook. That's now a threat actor, right? Scaled detection of online abuse and reach near perfect precision. And I'm not going to read more, but you get the point. It's basically analyzing the threat of, of online content we don't like. And basically, we have to employ artificial intelligence and deep learning in order to squeeze every opinion out that we do not approve of. Traditional mm -hmm. methods aren't enough. What are we not doing more enough? The trust and safety intelligence solution to detect online abuse. It's not good enough. So what do we do? Backing, uh, baking in intelligence and then AI algorithms, artificial intelligence, right? And here's the flow chart here. An, an intelligence-fueled approach to content moderation. So they want here, they claim, intelligence collected from millions of sources going into a training or, or training sets analysis, right? That's being patched through artificial intelligence. And then they're going to have feedback to subject matter experts uh, and edge findings, which then is going to uh, result in high-risk items, content removal, warning, labeling, or other actions. So that's how it looks. That's the future of uh, censorship there from the World Economic Forum. The outcome, the lag between the advent of novel abuse tactics and when AI can detect them is what allows online abuse to proliferate. Incorporating intelligence into the content moderation process allows teams to significantly reduce the time between when new online abuse methods are introduced and when AI can detect them. In this way, trust and safety teams can stop threats rising online before they reach users. So pre-crime essentially, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So we'll we'll tell you this is an not an approved opinion, and you're using language which we, which we don't like. <laughs> That's what yeah, and about. of course the whole idea is they're going to program AI in in the image they want it to be in, right? It's <laughs> never going to be neutral. Never, never. That's Otherwise, why this it would work out great for us actually if it was neutral and actually was truth telling and yeah and, uh, compiled the data accurately. Yeah, AI could be a great uh, addition actually, a great tool to use, mm -hmm. but. As we know, it's going to be misused already. That's AI is racist. And again, I just want to remind you uh, of, of how the thinking goes here. Alex Jones needed to pay another $50 million, So that's, uh, well, now it's near 50 but I'm sure there will be another 20 tacked on here that's by the next crazy. lawsuit. That's crazy. Does right? he even have that? I don't know. Uh, so say that it's okay. He has to pay, you know, $50 million, All right, whatever. Sandy Hook massacre victims, blah, blah, blah. They came there. But Holocaust deniers, vaccine skeptics, and the like can air lies without fear of yeah, legal trouble, see. right? So the, the future of misinformation is being set by this case. And what do we do to, to take control of this, right? Holocaust deniers, flat earthers, and vaccine skeptics are free to post their theories without much And that fear. list will just grow and grow like it always absolutely. does. Absolutely, absolutely. So we, they need to fear multi-million dollar court judgment in order to silence them. So if you believe the earth is flat, you should not be able to voice that. If you believe the Holocaust didn't happen the way they tell you, you should be feeling the if threat. If you're pushing traditional gender roles, you need to be sued for millions. Yes. I mean, it's, it's insane. Yep. Friends of Mary Fagan says, make AIDS great again. <laughs> Dog whistler Karl Marx promised socialism would liberate humans from the need to toil in order to survive. What an idiot. And by that stage, it is likely that alternative avenues of personal satisfaction will also emerge. Today, World mm -hmm. Econ Forum promises AI will do that online. It's servitude, it's slavery, and it's manipulation. Of course. Absolutely. It's always a price to pay. Yep. 100%. Always. 100%. Yep. Cuck-free zone says, didn't Sarah Connor already warn us about this, this whole AI <laughs> thing? Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, that that, that ended up great, didn't it? <laughs> Good stuff. It's funny because all the movies always show that, but then for some reason in reality we don't get it. I, I think it's it, it almost feels like they want to subconsciously program us with this like you, it's going to happen. This dystopian machine AI driven future where they enslave humanity is going to happen. That's like the constant <clears throat> message that they beam out. Granted, some of them later on in the series, such as Matrix or even Terminator, they you know, humans save the day or whatever, but that's just like a, a, a that's like a, a fairy tale for kids, right? Let's ra- let's round it up in a nice way so they feel that, well, at the end of this, we'll get it. But I'm certain that like they they subconsciously programming us with this constant like threat of AI machine running amok is on some weird level helping to contribute to the, 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 the reality of that the vision coming into, or, or that vision becoming reality. Uh, Melindy over at uh, Rumble says, uh, Hail, so glad you are here on Rumble. Well, thank you for watching over there. We appreciate it. Glad you guys are tuning in. A couple of more. And then we're going to wrap up. Reminder, check out this one. UNESCO came out. Th- hashtag think before sharing. All right, stop the spread of conspiracy theories. We cover this in more detail in the Weekend Warrior show, so I'm not going to go through it. But they released these infographics, right? Conspiracy theories. What are they? Why do they flourish? <laughs> Conspiracy theories, they can be dangerous. What do we do about them? Conspiracy theories, how can journalists report on them? Here's the link to COVID-19. How to talk to someone who firmly believes in these wacky conspiracy theories. We can debunk them and we can pre-bunk them. And of course, there's always the prevailing threat of the link to anti-Semitism. They get a special category. They got their own uh, infographic. Yeah, they're never one. guilty of these things. They're never guilty of disinformation or conspiracy theories, right? Ever, ever. It's just the people that they don't like pushing the views that they don't like that are who oppose them. That's the problem. Yep. Always, uh, every time. And there's a more here. What What about my own beliefs? Am I also roped into this? <laughs> I need to. Do I need to fear myself? Uh, and then there's this one here, like uh, check before sharing. So anyway, just a reminder uh, that the, these are the campaigns running right now. Uh, UNESCO, World Economic Forum, the United Nations are all teaming up to like think before you share. This is dangerous. Let, try to stop it. Right. This is not good. And even they even go so far to say that Facebook has not even fully banned all the hate speech yet. With all the censorship that's happening on Facebook, still not good enough. And here they're trying to claim that there's money is being made from white supremacists on Facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> Two years after AdBoy yeah, got right. this social yeah, media right. giant still serves ads on searches of white supremacy groups. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you know where this is going, Please. right? Please. Yeah. Crazy. It's absurd. All right. Well, I want to mention, you know, three years ago, we were banned from Wells Fargo for forethought crimes, right? And they refused to provide, you know, evidence and documents to prove their case. They also put us on this blacklist, which in turn was circulated to all these major banks, um, stating that we're a reputational risk. And in turn, we were blacklisted by all these credit card processors because behind these thousands of credit card processors, there's always a third party lurking there. And it's almost always a big bank like Wells Fargo or a clearinghouse. And we've been banned from most of those. <laughs> all of those major clearing houses. But Wells Fargo happens to have their hands in everything. Even these people who start these um, cancel culture free credit card processors, they're still using Wells Fargo. It's Dan completely, Bongino completely, completely idiotic. Well, yeah. something must be happening behind the scenes. I don't know if it's possible fears of a lawsuit because three years later, 
received an interesting letter from uh, Wells Fargo sent to a new address that we didn't have on file anywhere, by the way. So the, these bankers can access <clears throat> and they know exactly where you are. They have all the details. Somehow the, these bankers on the back end. Can, anyway, go, go on. This now I have to tell crazy. you the story. They shut down our account before we can even do much. And in turn, there was like some some fees of things that were happening because we were waiting for things to, you know, certain things couldn't clear and all that. And they screwed us on, the, on fees yep. on top of that. Okay. Yep. This happened with credit card processors too, like hundreds of dollars of fees, right? Dear customer, this was July here, during a review of this account, we identified fees that may have been charged when a restraint was present. Uh, a ban, just like a, a full-on ban. <laughs> you did that. This restraint may have prevented deposits and our withdrawals from the account. We apologize for the inconvenience. As a result, we're enclosing a check for, and then they say the amount. This check includes certain deposit account fees charged while the restraint was present. This check also includes an additional amount as compensation for the time these funds were not available for use. Yeah, like two cents. Like two cents they put in there. And then tax information, and we're here to help. Sincerely, Wells Fargo Customer Care. Isn't that bizarre? Why three, not? Three years later, we get this notice from them. Yeah. When I had written them, I was like, you're, you know, this is like, this is criminal. It's bullshit. And I tried to report them. You know, good luck trying to get anywhere with these big banks, trying trying yeah. to sue them, right? Or, right? or have them pay for anything, right? It's just bizarre. I mean, we're, if we weren't white... We can actually fight them, maybe go to court or something, but we're not a protected class. Yeah. yeah, like literally everybody else. Yep. But isn't it interesting how they knew our new address? Oh, yeah. They have a, when they like, didn't have that anywhere we, as, linked with their stuff. As we've seen, remember our last address when we uh, <clears throat> there were people posting in our line and stuff? That was leaked because of journalists. <sighs> Journalists have access to these registers. Banks have access to them. The, the, this is like, I mean, I'm convinced on some level on ba- ba- behind all of this is intelligence and stuff like that, too. They leak information. They give it to, like, Antifa journalists, right, reporters, like, people are like, and, and they're like, oh, whoops, it accidentally came out on this uh, tweet by some rando Antifa account or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, Archie's, they all work together. Archie That's says, never forgive Wells Fargo and keep bad-mouthing them. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, we're one of the first people I heard of that had been banned by a major bank like that. They even banned from my clothing company no, a business Laura account. Laura Loomer is the most uh, 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 censored woman in the world. A right? credit card for business that I had. Um, you know, even me, like, personally, things that didn't even have to do yep. with politics. Yep. It's they you went that's after and, and putting me on lists, even though I haven't done anything illegal <laughs> have a high credit score like it doesn't matter no. right because the it's, social credit score is what matters that's the now. crime you it's us I mean? that's it's the crime are the crime and it's you know? a very yeah. tight you know tight group of people behind the scenes in this whole banking and credit card financial yeah. world that you quickly discover yeah you yeah. know so anytime people forward hey try this credit card processor try this and it's like nope even uh, for small credit unions credit unions are great you should all be with your local credit union there's a lot of actually big ones that have a lot of funds too they're oh, good yeah. Yeah. They're nonprofits, but even they're going to inquire for credit card processing. Turns out they'll go through some other third party that we've Wells already Fargo been banned owned, by. Right, yeah. They don't do their own processing themselves. There's always another bigger bank or clearinghouse. Yep. And it's right. interesting because, like, First Data, like all these big ones, we've personally received letters from, like, <clears> yeah. and without any reason. You yeah. Know. Yeah, so, uh, are they afraid? They're like, uh, oh, do, maybe there's a class action lawsuit in the future coming up, and so they're trying to shield and protect themselves from that now, you know. But <clears throat> the point is, they're sitting and going through these things years Three and years later. Three you know years I mean? later, yeah, going through and looking and data, you know, numbers and data. Of course, <clears throat> they excuse me, I'm losing my voice almost. They're <clears throat> they can abuse. 
They can deny financial services without even giving explanations why we approached uh, government agencies that specialize in squeezing answers out of these businesses. No, we don't have to tell you anything. We don't feel like it, basically. And by the way, remember this story, too? This is, we didn't cover this in detail a while back. Bank of America memo re revealed that we hope the conditions for American workers will get worse. They have too much leverage right now, the American workers. These fucking bankers are sitting there making life miserable for normal, regular people, for conservatives, for people who are dissidents. And, and they're the ones who's, who's like setting the, the tone. They're the ones who are dictating. They have access to all this information. Remember, was it Bank of America that voluntarily compiled uh, uh, troves of information on their customers after January 6th and handed it over to the FBI yeah. before they even requested it. That's the nature of these banks. Yeah. Enemies of the so people. So don't use them. Don't no. use them. Yeah. I'm always uh, disappointed when I hear that people are still on these banks. Just get off of them. Yeah. Credit unions are awesome and they have good rates for all kinds of things and they're much friendlier and they're not going to ban you. Yep. Uh, by the way, Archie says... By the way, I still need new socks. Yeah, Lana's Lama, and I do have to get that going again. Everyone is asking for merch. But it's time for a really uh, big white pill, I think. It's probably the best news I think I can get for me personally. Uh, we're expecting another baby. So Ooh, very, very excited Cheers, for everybody. baby school. number three. Uh, I think it's going to be amazing. I think a new baby is always the the best news, especially yep. in our circles, right? Yep, yep. Big celebration, and our boys are super excited. But we're very happy. That also means Henrik, we need a bigger car. <laughs> we need a car, a second car. And SUVs are like crazy, crazy gas prices, are crazy you, are prices. Are you begging right now for a car? So you know, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We need, you know, like a, a palm green, uh, you know, bigger SUV mobile so we could fit a, potentially a fourth baby in there, too, because if we can uh, make that happen, that would be pretty amazing. But well, that's yeah, a goal. checking out so the, uh, you do. know, yep. maybe the Ford Explorer, the hybrid, because the hybrids, you know, you can save uh, money on gas. But maybe Wells Fargo can help us with that, huh? Yeah, what is it? Maybe they, that. Remember they, they like, maybe they could help us finance that. Yeah, sure. Maybe right. they backtracked and they did some like special programs for like, for once they claimed that they had like denied accounts to like blacks or something like that. Remember that? And then like back to peddled and like they, they gave all these, uh, you know, basically fr free money out and stipends and stuff to like repair their. I'm waiting for the day when these banks, they're like, I'm not that we want them and need them, but like when they actually come back and like, sorry, you know, we're like, we want, we want you back as customers and we did wrong and stuff like that, you know, we can change the culture maybe no. that can happen you no. know what i mean no. but anyway some great news guys so uh, you know, yeah. says well congrats on the new upcoming baby hell yeah well thank, thank you. you thank, thank you. you so much so uh, anything that comes in is going to go to the palm Grin, uh, car fund for sure <laughs> definitely need that we managed to be with one car just yeah. one car for so long yeah. and uh i i hate going to buy well you know what maybe really there's, maybe there's some uh, rich people out there and, and if you want to help out you know what you can do a car would be perfect <laughs> uh, i just i can't do a minivan never gonna happen i'm just not a minivan kind oh, of mom man. you no, know no i even when i'm like old and gray i'm yep. driving mini so. anyway some good news guys thank <laughs> yeah, you for watching everybody absolutely. we appreciate you thank you for all the support and for uh, you know ensuring that we can keep doing this and we we thank you for for uh, all your support over the years and thank you whether you've been w with us for a long time or a short time we appreciate all, all of you much love and and you know even people that can't sign up but they can't afford it there's always ways you can help out sharing our stuff you can do clips you can tell your friends about it you know you can help to get the word out and stuff like that and of course uh, as well just be a uh, 
do good work in in the community where you are be a role model you know improve yourself better yourself do what you can and of course as you said have if you're able to have as many kids as you possibly can you know yeah families were we, we at, started sure. a little bit late but better late than never right so i mean this is uh, there's never never too late you know what i mean nope. so do it and uh, that's what's that is going to be one of the biggest uh, you know things are going to help us in the future you know what i mean if we if we cease to disappear and you know i looked at this lecture recently but i mean there's a lot of continents and we just the broad overview that's going through like a population squeeze and a lot of it is declining in many parts of the world i think if it's pulled through i think like africa is one of the only ones that actually like is set to explode all the other ones china you know i'm not sure about like india maybe but m many uh, places are set to kind of decrease in their population numbers and so don't think uh, that oh it's over we're all going to be a minority no. uh, no. that's that and stuff like no get get to work you have as many kids as you do, do oh, be a role model be so as good white as you can like you know. in northern idaho and just going out i see women here with so many kids yeah five kids six kids like big families are uh, making a comeback yeah in uh, white conservative communities and uh, people of all kind of a variety not just people that are religious because usually you think oh it's the mormons having all the kids yeah not so nope. not so anymore that's so true. it's a it's a good trend and it makes you definitely want to have more kids yeah know? and that's i have several other takes, girlfriends right? that are pregnant right now or trying to get pregnant so it's it's exciting because then you can you know your kids can grow up together and play together and it makes a huge difference again you just need to kind of change that tone and and we need to do a new normal you know what i mean it, it used to be this like well you have two kids and that's it maybe a little co more common in america maybe but i remember in sweden when i grew up it was like two kids you have two kids and that's that you know what i mean and it was almost like they, all these boomers and have been programmed with this like well the environment and well you should only have two and it was like this conformity kind of around it yeah and i remember and i don't even know where those thoughts came from and now looking back on it that was strange but it's like you saw a family that had like five kids and i was kind of like it was weird you know they somehow they managed to create that narrative like in my mind just like the the culture and the apparatus in sweden bizarre now thinking back on Isn't it but it? Uh, yeah here's story we can change that you know what shout I mean? out to our friend uh, chad who has six kids yes his name is actually chad. <laughs> <laughs> and he said come on folks three three kid minimum <laughs> he's always yeah. putting the pressure on all the friends he got to have at least three okay <laughs> replacement and then one extra that's so. right Sirefree says, congrats, more Goys on that planet. <laughs> the Goyim <laughs> army is growing. Love you guys. God bless. Thank you. Another one here from Sirefree. Uh, Appreciate that. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, thank Hashim. Uh, oh, Hashem. That's right. Hashem. The Zionists gave you two cents. Be uh, be appreciative. You lovely, uh, lowly. I think it is lovely. Lovely Goys. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Snigging says, congrats. Thank you so much. And thank Space you, King, first to the baby fund. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's very kind yeah, of you. Appreciate, appreciate that, guys. All right, boys and girls, we're going to wrap up there. I'm tired as hell. I had a you know, rough day today, a little bit under the weather, but uh, always fun spending some time with you, sharing some of the good news. Thank you guys for being here. We really appreciate you. Uh, if you do want to uh, get a membership, sign up right now over at redassmembers.com. And again, some great shows in the pipeline. We have some other members-exclusive stuff coming up as well, so heads up on that. There's actually a couple of more kind of like uh, if you guys are interested in that like some uh, maybe i'll do them as a stream or maybe just like a you know a video but like more uh analysis of some like geopolitical talks and stuff and it's that could be good members content anyway and obviously you don't have to watch it but some more content there's some interesting things that i think we can uh break down and watch together over there so if you do want to join us uh, a couple of good methods guys subscribestar.com slash red eyes 10 bucks a month uh and if you sign up for a one-time payment uh it gets cheaper per month so if you 
you do a two year, it's like down to six bucks fifty a month or something like that. It's so much cheaper per month. Uh, and also, of course, while we have you guys here, uh, I want to say thank you to our executive producers. Where are we here? There we are. Uh, let me do these real quick here. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Tom Bourne, Rest and Revolt, Good Luck Lap, and Jake. Thank you guys. We appreciate you. Thank you so much if you're uh, joining us later on in the archives or if you're watching live. And thank you again to everyone super chatting. Uh, again, we have some other options as well. I won't go through them all right now, but uh, they're up on radismembers.com. Uh, and, and again, we appreciate your patience. Keep that in mind. One of the reasons why it's not instantaneous is because of that. Like, we don't have an API, there's no direct uh, kind of back end system that we can use or be part of. Uh, because one day. the banks are fucking us away this way. Um, so that's why, so I, I, you know, I've occasionally seen that someone signs up at Subscribestar and then they can't immediately access Red Ice members. We have to like manually activate your account and they get upset and angry. And I get it. Look, I, I get it. I, it it's, it's shitty, but we appreciate your patience. And again, if you do, if you have signed up, always send us a DM or just write us an email, write us at protonmail.com. Uh, let us know what username you have and we'll activate that as soon as possible. Usually we do it within 24 hours. If there's a day off or something, maybe it takes a little bit more time. But again, thank you for your patience. We appreciate it. All right, should we wrap up? Yeah, and also <laughs> I have another video. I've inspired to make some inspirational videos so Great. i have one i just finished about always listening to your gut instinct which is one lesson i have learned in my old age here is to always listen to that deep gut voice right so i did a video about that so look out for that too and how many times have you knocked down you you knew it you had a feeling you ignored and then it, you ignored and it. then you're like damn it yeah. i knew it the first time why and then it sets you off into this series of events that you never wanted right? yeah and as you know i mean your what is it your gut is actually a, like a bigger brain than yeah. your what do you think they want to f screw with our gut flora by the way yeah, right? i mean true. it's literally is, it's like yeah. uh, it's literally cutting you off from that like instinctual connection that you have to whatever it is like yep. nature the some the, the, higher the spirits mind. you know what i mean but yep. uh, yeah no they love to cut, cut that off uh jason kirby over on odyssey congrats thank you so much appreciate that very kind of you yeah again thank you everybody we appreciate you thank you so much for the support thank you for being there for us uh and uh, good good times uh together with you guys and uh, we'll continue doing this as long as we can with your help all right, we'll be back with more over the weekend then, but uh, take care, everybody. Enjoy. We'll see you later. Take care. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.